0: (laughs) Welcome to the PTG PowerCast!
1: Welcome back! Hey! We made it through 2020! It is now 2021! (laughs) Oh my god. There were some times I did not think I was going to make it through 2020. (laughs) There was something funny I saw on Facebook, actually. It was a picture
2: of... Of uh, you?
0: No, it was a picture that said people thought 2020 was bad. It What is it? Mad Max took place in 2021? No, it didn't. I thought it did. I've never seen it, so I wouldn't really know.
2: It doesn't? Mm -hmm.
0: But something about I Am Legend also began due to a failed vac- uh, vaccine.
2: Yeah, the Mad Max one is wrong.
0: When did Mad Max happen?
2: The first Mad Max takes place shortly after the 1980s. Not the 2000s. No then idea. the later movies started retconning it and jumping to... Like, I think like Fury Road takes place in like 20-something. 2021?! No, I think it's like twenty fifty something.
0: Your fifty something. I might Could be twenty XX.
1: Mega,
0: Mega Man? Man.
1: Mega Man took place in
0: twenty twenty. What about Murder Hornets? God, stop it! Uh, oh God, yeah, twenty twenty was a shit show, huh? Yes, it was. It certainly <laughs> was. First week of this this year ain't starting off much better. No, no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> it Woo! is not. We won't get into that. Uh,
1: no, we don't have to. But anyway,
0: how was your guys's holidays? There was holidays. Oh, there was. Yeah, there New was. New there. Year's and I don't know. I, I slept.
2: I sat at home. Yeah, me
0: too.
1: How was your guys's? Yes, I didn't. I didn't go anywhere. But it was. Well, yeah,
0: we, was we nice. know how our Christmases were because we did our Christmas episode of the Power Cast. So uh, of course, yeah,
1: yeah. So we knew that my Christmas was great. Yours.
3: It was no, a, not so no, much.
1: No, it was all right. You didn't like. You didn't
0: like
3: gifts,
1: did you? Cookies. They were like okay. You me. asshole.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, my wonderful. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you go to our YouTube channel and watch the uh, 2020 Christmas video that uh, we did.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, that was good. I actually, go, go on,
1: watch I, it. I did enjoy this scavenger hunt. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I enjoyed putting it together for you. Thank you. I, I, I,
0: I enjoyed I receiving
2: did. it. You just enjoy receiving in general. I wasn't going to go there. Wasn't going to go there. Go where?
0: Yeah. And, uh, Underwear. <laughs> I'll go wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, Let's just what, get on to whatever. What have you guys is. been up to lately? What have you guys been playing? Anything, anything different? What are any New, guess. New Year's Wait, resolution? wait, wait.
2: I can guess Paul's. Uh, Mario RPG. DuckTales. DuckTales. RE1. No, no, no. It's, I will
0: have you know.
3: Oh.
2: <gasps> and Mario Kart 8.
0: Mario Kart 8 seems to be his new vice. <gasps> oh, he started it. What, what? Get the fuck
1: out of here! You started it? You started it! I'm actually in Bowser's Castle right now. So, no, I didn't just start it. I'm almost done with it. Wow. He
0: played... Mario Superstar Saga Is that on the that DS. Short? It's not that
1: short. It's not short at all. No. And Dude, in it's fact, been a week. that's actually one of my criticisms about it's it. It's been
0: a week. It's a pretty long game.
1: I have probably logged almost twenty hours on it. Yeah. And I still haven't beat it
2: yet. That's weird for you. That's a
1: long well, ass game. It's an RPG, Paul. I understand it's an RPG, yes. but Super Mario RPG didn't feel like it was that long, though. Even though I, I would have enjoyed it being that long.
0: But how many years after the fact was was this compared to Super Mario RPG. RPGs have changed, Paul. I know, I know they have. Yeah, you're you know. just not used to the length. you know. Or the girth. <laughs> now I did not now I put it there!
2: <laughs> or the <laughs> thrust of their story? <laughs> yeah. Can you stop it?
0: No, no,
1: I'm happy that you actually have been playing it. I, I did, I did. No, I'm, I'm really about shocked. to beat it. I will probably beat it this
2: weekend.
0: Good, I'm yeah. very happy to hear that. I'm, I'm hoping you're liking it.
2: That's oh, get the, the out. fuck out of here. More, You're such a
1: pain in the ass. More or less. It's, there, there's a few things I don't like about well, it. Well, guess what? I'm taking it back. You're never going to beat it. No, that's fine. Mean. <laughs> oh, you, that's fine. You, you do that. Here, watch. You son Boop. of a bitch. gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. I finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions for the Switch and have moved on to Legend of Zelda, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Ah. I'm liking it very much so far. The calamamamies, cool. The Calamamamities. Mm. The Calamababies. That was <laughs> yeah, pretty good. It's a lot different than the original Hyrule Warriors, it's a Is little it bit really? slower paced.
1: It,
2: how could it be that much? As,
1: how could it be that much different?
0: They though?
2: changed the combat to feel more like Breath of the Wild does, uh, yeah. rather than a traditional oh, uh, Muso game. Gotcha. They're a lot more
0: frantic in 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 Warriors games. This yes, is not that as frantic.
1: Oh, okay. So, okay.
0: and there's a little bit more method to this than other Warriors titles. Gotcha. So, but it, it's it's good. I'm liking it a lot so far. I like that it's flushing out backstories a little bit more because I mean, you got obviously Breath of the Wild 2 is on the horizon, hopefully, soon. They haven't really said much about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kevin? What you been up to?
2: Uh, I've been playing Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh,
0: I started it. I have really enjoyed it. Yeah?
2: Phoenix. Sounds like something a bird would say when it gets lit on fire.
0: <laughs> That's good, actually. I'm going to steal that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Zeus does it at the beginning. It's,
0: <laughs> it's so funny.
2: <laughs> I love Zeus in that game.
0: Yeah, so the game's very tongue-in-cheek with, like, <laughs> Zeus is kind of an asshole. Well, and
2: it's, it's funny, because it's, like, it's very accurate to, like, the Greek myths and stuff like that, while still being its own thing and being very funny.
0: Yeah. It's it's honestly just a straight-up Breath of the Wild. Like,
2: it, well, it feels you can exactly def- like it. You can definitely see the, like, Assassin's Creed influence on it, too. Mm-hmm.
0: I almost feel like Breath of the Wild has almost... Kicked off a genre, no, because Breath of
2: the Wild way. literally just copied the Assassin's Creed formula.
1: Um,
0: I thought it
2: was more. Creed.
1: I thought that Breath of the Wild was more almost like a um, open world, yeah, but like a, a Red Dead, uh, Red Dead Redemption type, To a lesser extent. But like, yeah,
2: this a lot of the stuff in, in Breath of the Wild, his Assassin's Creed and uh, Far Cry have been doing it for what fifteen? Yeah, years? Yeah, I was
1: gonna say they've been doing it for a while. <laughs> It's just open world in a... Assassin's
2: Creed, Zelda I don't
0: think,
1: was. Oh, I thought Assassin's Creed was more of, like,
0: like how, like, Spider-Man... Well, Spider-Man games were, or, like, prototype... Uncharted, or Uncharted games. Yeah, or, like, an, or, no, no, like, infamous, where it's, like, one big-ass map, and you can kind of oh. just roam around
1: it. Oh, that would be like, like... Red Dead uh, Redemption was kind like 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 of Arkham, like... That would the Batman Arkham Asylum games. Uh, Breath that of the was Wild is big, Yeah. That was one big map where you just basically went from, like, uh... uh Basically, mission to mission. I feel like Breath of the Wild has a different feel to it than those games.
2: That's the same thing. You just don't play those types of those
0: other games. You know, so. I've never played those, so I guess I don't know. And
2: like the the whole, it's funny because like Breath of the Wild uses the towers where you you put the slate in and it unlocks parts of the map. Yeah. People bitch that Ubisoft has been doing that for years. Breath of the Wild does it, and people love it. <laughs> That's because, the exact same mechanic. The only cards. difference is you put the, the little fucking switch slate into the thing and and instead of the camera just spinning around you and, and something like that. That's it. That's the only difference. What? Didn't Horizon Zero Dawn do yeah, something? Yeah, you went up on top of the Jadirath ones.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, it, it, and then she, she scoped it out. She stabbed her yeah. spear
2: and took over the uh, the mind of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was cool. That was a cool thing. See, even that copied them, Of course. <laughs> so it's like... Well, Zelda... We've talked about this before. Zelda gets the acclaim because... It's a series that had done something the same way for so long, and now it departed from its norm. But it's getting acclaimed. And a claim, that's what made it get right. its acclaim. It's
2: funny, because it's getting a claim for stuff that other series get derided for. Of course. Which is stupid. Well, mm. that's
0: gaming for
1: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's funny, Castlevania did the same thing with Lords of Shadow. Because mm-hmm. that was the first time that it finally departed, or uh, made the departure from the 2D... Metroidvania style that they had copied since Symphony of the Night. Yeah. And um, it ended up becoming their their best-selling Castlevania game of all time.
0: Which is weird because it technically wasn't because you had Lament of Innocence and Curse of Darkness and those were 3D like Lords of Shadow. And
2: 64
0: Oh, God, we don't talk of such things. Yeah. Castlevania the,
1: 64 was a goddamn abomination. Yeah, there's Castlevania 64, and then I think they did Legacy, uh, of, Darkness. Legacy of Darkness. But that was supposed to be kind of like a we're sorry for <laughs> Castlevania 64. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, because, like, those... I, I Actually, it's funny,
0: because Curse of Darkness... Is like a 3D Symphony of the Night. Yeah, is it really? It really yeah, is. Uh, it's very good. That's one we very very good. It's one
2: we talked about last week about playing.
0: Yeah, we ended up not doing it.
2: Well, because he doesn't have it here. I don't. Well, I don't. We have, have Lament it. of Innocence. I
1: have we're, Lament
0: of Innocence. we were I gonna
2: don't do Lament. I don't no, know, no. But, and then we we were talking about doing Curse as well. Uh, I don't right. have Curse. I'd rather do Curse. Than I've than no, lament.
1: I've never had Curse. No, Curse is cheap. You can. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I thought Lament of Innocence was the cheap one.
0: I think they both are.
1: I don't think because it's it's another one of those where twenty or thirty though.
0: Uh, well, yeah, maybe.
1: I'm pretty sure I I know what I'm talking about. Plus, Castle, Curse of Darkness also ties to the series. I'm always I'm always cool. right.
0: Castlevania Curse and Lament is like okay.
1: twelve or fifteen bucks.
0: Castlevania Curse of Darkness. Well, it depends. PS2 or Xbox? PS2. Yeah.
3: PS2 Xbox is cheaper.
0: Uh, forty six. Yep, that's what I thought. Yep. And Castlevania... Uh, ca- Jesus. Lament come of on.
1: Innocence is like fifteen.
0: Castlevania
1: Lament. Lament of well, Innocence. Well, is the better
2: game, so nineteen
1: dollars. Oh, it went Paul, up. why do you always have to be right? You weren't. You were off. I was
0: not. Honestly, under uh, fifty bucks is still cheap to me. Yeah, for a PS, as far as like PS one, PS two games. Now. Well,
1: la da, <laughs> Mister Hoity Toity. Whoa.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah, I, I think it would be who you. Do. I think you would enjoy him. Sure. Curse
2: well, is I, one I think we should play.
0: I've got Lament. Oh yes. Lament, I don't think you'll like as much.
2: Lament sets up... I don't like the way it changed the lore.
0: Yeah. That was my biggest problem with Lament. Lament, its ending was very unsatisfying to me. I I did not care for the ending of it. It was... Mm -hmm. uh, But, I mean, Curse of Darkness, by far, was very, very underrated. I
2: say, Lords of Shadow has a better origin for Dracula than Lament does.
0: Oh, my God. The ending of Lords of Shadow 1 was phenomenal. That, that blew my fucking mind. Are you mind.
1: talking the ending or, like, the, like the after credits? The thing after credits
0: thing, where he's in Common Day. thing. It was, it was yeah,
1: cool. but that's isn't that yeah, basically it cool. where one of the Belmonts or whoever, the like, he becomes Dracula? Gabriel,
2: yeah. yeah, Lord yeah. Gabriel a, became
1: Dracula. Yeah, that's, yeah. okay.
2: Whereas in, in uh, if we're going to play it, I don't know if i want to say spoilers for it, but...
1: Yeah, well, oh, man, my God, the thing came out, like, ten years well, ago. Lament well, Lament of Innocence, was... it basically,
2: oh. it there's... One character who goes and tries to obtain these powers, and he ends up becoming Dracula, the first Dracula.
1: Alucard. No. mm You idiot.
0: <laughs> uh, it was like, I don't even remember what his fucking name was. I don't know, but he was dumb. Yeah,
2: it was It was weird, because, like, Dracula wasn't Dracula then. It was just some other guy. Oh, yeah, got no, all these nice. other powers from, like, death and stuff like that, yeah. and became mm-hmm. Dracula. Because the
0: actual final boss of Lament of Innocence is death. It's not oh. Dracula. Oh, wow. Yeah, huh. He's a real badass yeah. in the of Of course, because he's I mean, the art badass.
2: style and stuff is awesome. but. Oh, it was really great.
0: But actually, that's kind of the topic of today's PowerCast, is uh, art style? No, it's not underrated oh. or underappreciated games. Because if you've been watching the YouTube channel, we've been doing uh, Galarians, which we actually, today, it's a little bit of inside info here, we actually just did our last session of Galarians. Yes, we did. We, we beat it. it yeah, we beat it today. And uh, we were just talking about how it's it's amazing to us that people have never heard of it.
1: No, or or people
0: don't really talk about it. No, not at all. Mm -mm. And it was such a good fucking game. Mm -hmm. Like the aesthetics were good for the time. I loved the gameplay of it. Just the environments in general. It was such. It was a unique game in its time. Mm -hmm. So it's and it just it kind of surprised me that it's 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 as unknown as it is.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So it kind of got me thinking about this topic of, of. Basically, like our recommendations of games that are lesser known or underappreciated, or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So I think that's where we'll uh, where we'll go today.
2: Well, since yours are so amazing, why don't you start? Yeah, well, I mean, I,
0: you guys have something equally amazing.
1: I do
2: because I have I like, something, but I don't yeah. know if it's equal.
1: Why do I got to do all the work? You don't do all the work.
0: I do all the work. Like. Like,
1: what?
0: 10%. 10%! That's that's basically you two put together, is 10% of the work.
2: You're here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just here to hold the couch down. <laughs> and I'm give funny. a dissenting opinion when it's it, needed. It
0: is 2021. <laughs> Gravity could change. <laughs> it could. Yeah. Oh, that be yeah awesome. That's true.
1: Damn. All right. Well, I guess I'll kick it off. Yes, kick um, it
0: off. I don't know if it's necessarily unknown, but I feel like it doesn't come up in conversation very much. It's a game for the Sega Genesis called Beyond Oasis. It's hmm. kind of...
2: No, that was... I would say it's...
1: People know of it, but I don't think people have really mm-hmm. ever given it a shake. I don't know about that because, I mean, that makes it into, like... The top tens. For, no, for, no, for, no, no, right? no, 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 no. I wouldn't even say top tens, but when they do, like, Sega, like, um, collections and stuff like that, um, Beyond Oasis makes it into those collections more times than not. Really? For, for the they Sega still... Genesis. Oh, yeah. I always see, like, fantasy don't you remember stars. That, that and... Sega collection on, like, the PS3 <clears throat> and Xbox and stuff when they release those? It's uh, Beyond Oasis was on there.
3: I had
0: no idea.
1: Um, I never, I've never generally get those collections. Oh, yeah. but they gotcha. always had goofy shit. They had like the Sonic
0: the Hedgehogs and I mean, Golden like, Axes and Gunstar. Yeah.
2: Granted, I, I do understand like what you're saying though, because it doesn't get the recognition other games get around that time. So. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I said, you most people you talk about like. RPGs on the Genesis, you get like Crusader of Senti, Shining obviously Force. is a big one because it's very expensive. Shining Force, I mean, uh, what's the
2: like Diablo Land
0: Stalker, Crusader of
2: Light,
3: or whatever, uh, Light
0: Crusader. Huh. You get ones like that. Mm-hmm. Beyond Oasis, I feel like it is kind of an more of an unsung hero mm. because it, and they actually did a sequel for it on the Sega Saturn, Legend of Oasis. Or yeah. if you're yeah. if you're going Europe, like the PAL versions of it is was it Story of Thor and Legend of Thor, I think, are what they're called over there. Oh, gotcha. But they're very, very good action RPGs. I, I fucking loved them growing up. Um, you get so many different weapon types to choose from, because obviously you have your dagger or whatever, but you can get, like, swords, and you can get bows and arrows and bombs and all this cool shit. You had so many different methods of attacking. Uh, you have, like, an armlet that can kind of, like, control elements, mm-hmm. so you get, like, uh, you can... You get, like, a water sprite that can shoot water bubbles and heal you. You get Efreet, uh, who, you know, you summon from, like, torches and stuff. You just hit it with the armlet and it creates him. And you get, like, plants and darkness and all sorts of cool shit. So there's, like, a lot yeah. of really cool puzzle elements to it. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's Genesis music, so... so it sure. Sounds like
2: a tin can. It
0: sounds like a tin can Tinny. sometimes. Tinny. Yeah,
1: it, well, unfortunately... But, I mean, the what do story. You mean, unfortunately, you used to tell me that the second Genesis Sega has, Genesis has the better music than Super Nintendo. Uh, Beyond Oasis, not the most stellar soundtrack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the music in Beyond Oasis is kind of more ambient music than it is like a kicking soundtrack to pump your blood. It's kind of yeah, more background like, type, type I, stuff. I like
1: ambient. I like more ambient. Yeah, and
0: that's kind of what mm-hmm. that is in that. But like the story's good. I, I mean, it's it's a fun overall game i always love games with like a light puzzle it feels like a alundra it's to mm. put simply it's it feels like a terranigma alundra
1: kind of feel to it uh, it's well wasn't uh beyond oasis it was almost like the sega's version of like uh legend of zelda
3: yeah it? Way. it
1: was kind of it, like in that same vein yeah, yeah.
0: i think people equate crusader Senti more as like the legend of
1: zelda of the time because oh, it was exactly. it was
0: basically the genesis version of like link to the past mm. it was like there there that was the contender Beyond Oasis, I feel like was more of a, it was their answer to like Terra Enigma, which unfortunately oh, never made it yeah, here. Never
1: made it to the states. Yeah. But
0: it, I feel like that's kind of what they were going for, mm, in in that sure. sense. Because like I said, you have so many different methods of attacking yeah. that, and Terra Enigma does as well. So it's like I feel like that's kind of more of what it was edging out. Mm. But that that's that's one of mine that I feel like is is underrated. Is is Beyond Oasis.
2: What, what you, about you, Paul? What are you looking at me for? Because you got to have a good one, too, Paul. Come on. Come on, Paul. If you say DuckTales, we're throwing you off the couch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Panic Restaurant. No, oh, I'm God. just kidding. No, that game's not underrated at all. It's... Yeah, if anything, it's a little bit overrated. Um... No, honestly, I was uh, I was thinking about it. I was looking through games and thinking about like memories of games that I had played before. And actually, there's there's one that I will bring up that I know that neither of you will probably have never played before, let alone have you probably ever heard of it. Um, but it's a game called Still Life. Do you I've rem-
2: heard of it? It's Still Life.
1: It. it was for the Xbox and the PC.
2: No, I've never they heard did. It.
1: it was more so a PC game, but they ported the first one to the the Xbox, really? and this was at a time where um, I had just gotten—well, not just gotten, but Xbox was like my newest system. But it was mm-hmm. out, like it was during the time, like I think PlayStation Three may have already come out, and so. But I was starting to collect Xbox games, and so is that um, about the same time you got like a uh, Fantasy Star
0: Online for the Xbox? Yeah,
1: around that time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, I was still going to like game crazy to get oh, um God. to get xbox games <laughs> and um I saw one that was uh that was called Still life, and I thought, oh okay, this one looks kind of cool it's um it was um it looked like it had a very creepy ambience, but it's also you are trying to uncover um the uh uh the killer behind some some crimes that obviously it's like Jack the Ripper mm. is who you're trying to. To do, but you're also a woman who is um, so it's like two separate stories that are running together. You've got the guy who's actually chasing down Jack the Ripper, but then you've got um, a woman who is a uh, a cop somewhere who is trying to find this other serial killer. And obviously, I have a, a fascination with serial killers, mm, so I you played
3: don't
1: say. yeah. <laughs> no. So I played that game, and honestly, as I played it, just the look of it, the 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 graphics the puzzles that are in it it was i, I don't I, I can't remember because it's been so long since i played it i don't think it was necessarily a point and click but it was very much so in the same vein as um like heavy rain mm. or, or uh, indigo prophecy you oh, ever heard okay. of those games oh yeah, yeah kind of like that but honestly as i was playing it I was like, this game is actually really, really cool. And it was really resonating with me. And for the longest time, too, the way that the first one ends, it leads into a cliffhanger that would then be revealed in the second one. And I thought, Oh my god! I got to get the second one. Second one never made it. Uh. Never made it out for Xbox. It was only for PC, and I'm not. I'm just not a PC gamer. Mm. And so I'm like, what the fuck? I'm never gonna be able to find out how this story wraps up. And that sucks. Yeah, but um, but no, I just I remember playing it and just remember some of the backgrounds and just the ambience of the game. And I just remember thinking to myself like, this is such a damn good game, but I. Am willing to bet that you had never, ever heard of Still Life beforehand. No, because it's just not brought up. It's not. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty slow moving game, but honestly, it's a gripping storyline that I just could not put down. When I was playing it, I just I could not stop playing it. I was playing it for hours at a time, hours a day, hmm. just trying to get to the end. Wow. So. So that's yours, huh? That's—I mean—that's—that's that's one of them, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, actually, but I want to backtrack just a little bit. Uh, if anyone is curious to play like Beyond Oasis, it goes for forty dollars right now,
1: mm.
0: loose. Uh, your still life complete about twelve. I like. was gonna say it's always been a cheap game. Yeah, super cheap. I figure yeah. we'll do that too, just in case anybody's yeah. interested in actually hunting them down. Mm, you know, to kind gotcha. of date it. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, twelve bucks for that. All right, interesting, Kevin. Hey what what's
2: here's next one. With
3: mine, uh,
0: yeah, funny <laughs> <laughs> way to contribute. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what I'm here for. No, um, I think my first one would be the the first Legacy Cane game, Blood Omen.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Um,
2: it was released on like PC and PS uh, PS one, but I, I'm trying to remember if PC one actually ever came out. Um, but I when that game released, I remember like there were ads for it, but then like nothing. You never heard anyone ever talking about that one. Like everyone just, talks about the sequel. Yeah, I was Soul gonna Reaver. say Soul
1: Reaver. I remember yeah. seeing it advertised in magazines so, and comic books everywhere.
2: Like Soul Reaver I mean even in pre production when it was originally called Shifter, Soul Reaver got more attention. Mm. Um but um like the first it's like a top down like old school like adventure game and like there was phenomenal voice acting. Like I loved the art style but it's definitely very off-putting if you're not, like, into that sort of stuff. Mm. So I have a feeling, like, like a lot of people would see it and just be like, why the hell would I play this? I can go play other games on the PS1 at the same time, because, you know, let me double-check when the when it came out. Um,
0: yeah, I was about to say, Legacy of Kain, the ones I remember the most are, like, Soul Reaver and, like, Soul
1: Reaver 2.
2: Yeah, because yeah, everyone, so, played, everyone played those ones uh, because... Defiance, um, I think, was one of them. That's the latest Actually, ones. it yeah.
1: looks like because... Blood Omen: Legacy of Cain never came out on the PlayStation. Yeah, it, it only came out for the PC. It was like PAL.
2: Oh, it is out on P- I have my game minute. over at your house. Huh. Wait, that's a minute.
0: weird. There's it's, no thing for it. It's
1: not showing on on price charting. No, there's
0: no price only, charting. Was only PAL. It, you know, that's
2: it weird. came out here
0: because I remember that cover. Yeah, I do
1: too. Actually,
2: huh? huh. Why is there that's no crazy.
1: For? Wait a minute. Oh, Oh, maybe if you search "Blood Omen," it might be. it's it's not under Legacy Kane because
2: Legacy of Legacy Uh, of Kane was the subtitle at that point. Whereas for Soul Reaver, it became the the top title, and then Soul Reaver became like the like it it was a little bit weird in their naming. This
1: is really weird though, because then you've also got Blood Omen Two two.
2: for PS Two. For was... and
1: and GameCube, but it's like then you had Blood Omen, Legacy of Cain, but then you had Legacy of Cain.
0: Well,
2: actually, at that point, it's called Legacy of Cain series. Well, oh. what's weird too is
0: you look at it like on price charting, it's just called Blood Omen. Yes, yeah. but you look at the cover art, Legacy of Cain is this big fucking font dead yes. center, yeah. and Blood Omen's like the subtitle on top. Yes, yeah. what a weird fu- well, that's terrible marketing. Yes. Well, it was yeah. just
2: it was their artistic thing that like, but like.
0: Twenty eight eighty complete by if the If you look at like yep.
2: the graphics for
0: it. Yeah, it doesn't it looks like Diablo.
2: It, it's very like Diablo one esque and stuff like that, but like it's very off putting for people. It's an adventure game. It
0: Blood Omen two is on
2: GameCube? Yeah. I only have I, the I think all the I, I think all of them I have were PS two and stuff. hmm mm-hmm.
0: Um Yeah, here's all like the yeah, Defiance, Soul
2: Reaver, um, Soul Reaver yeah, 2. Yeah, Defiance left it open for another game. But, like, yeah, the, the sequels got more attention because they were... Like, Soul Reaver was more, like, a Tomb Raider style, but, like, an action... Like, it was more 3... It was a 3D action-adventure, whereas being a top-down, like, isometric with, like, low-quality like low quality graphics and stuff because even though it was, like, Crystal Dynamics... Well, I, yeah, I think it was Crystal Dynamics, but, um... But even though it was like that, it's like, the budget wasn't really there for it to do, like, immense graphics for it.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it came
2: out in 96, I think is what it said.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's uh, always a shame when, like, an underdog game has such a massive storyline and stuff, or like it, yeah. like like what happened 96. with your still life, where just oh, now yeah. you don't know what happened, because mm-hmm. it never came
1: here they never re- well they never uh no it did come or here I mean, it's it just didn't... on PC but they right. never ported it to uh to the consoles but like, that's what i mean yeah.
2: but like yeah I, that's one where a lot of people got into the series with Soul Reaver and then played the subsequent games i don't know how many people like tried to go back to the first one and were just like no not doing
0: this <laughs> Just Well, there are so many games that have weird genre
2: changes, or well, it's, it'd be like going from Persona Three to going back to the first Persona.
0: Oh yeah, that's good luck. Yeah. It's it's funny because I find that most people who like the Persona series hate the originals, hate the first two. Well, technically, it's three, I guess, because you have two is split up into two parts.
2: That's still one game to me. Yeah, about.
0: but it's and it's funny because that's kind of I played one and two and and. Innocent Sin or whatever. But, like, the change that they went for 3, 4, and 5 is so much better... Yeah. Than the first ones that it's, like... Fantasy Star was the same way. Fantasy Star 1, 2, and 3 are, to be honest, they're kind of hard to play. Especially, like, 1 and 3. Mm. Because, like... I don't know, the game feels weirdly unbalanced at certain points. But then you play, like, 2 or 4 and the games are great like I don't know why they changed from because 2 feels like 4 yeah or I should say the other way around 4 feels like they took the better parts of 2 and made it I mean 4 is top notch
2: mm-hmm.
3: that
0: one always comes up when anybody talks RPGs on the, on the Genesis is Fantasy Star, Star 4 and the Millennium yeah um I would love if they did a Fantasy Star 5 it'll never happen but I would love that uh but, yeah, like those the first couple of games are just they're hard to play,
2: yeah, and even now, like i it's one I would love to play on the channel, but I just it's it's difficult to get into,
1: I believe it, it's kind of like the persona games, too, yeah, persona one, I have, and it's just I tried to get into it, and it's just so slow moving, I just yeah I revelations, not, yeah, yeah, I could not, I couldn't get into it,
2: well, yeah, not to mention the art style really doesn't help it. No, the art style wasn't bad. It
1: didn't but, age very well. No, well, eh, there's few games on the PlayStation I, 1 that aged well. I find that the versions they did for the PSP...
2: See, those weren't uh, too Persona bad. ...Persona 1 and, yeah.
0: and 2 were were better. But even those, I, I, the same way, I, tried, I played Persona 5 for quite some time, and then I was like, you know what, I haven't played the other ones, mm-hmm. so maybe I should give them a fair shake couldn't just
1: couldn't get into him
0: well because yeah. they change it to the point cuz like in 3 4 and 5 your main character can have every persona like he's mm. he's the the jack of all trades i can i can have multiple personas and they always make that a point
1: oh sure that
0: you're you're you basically need... the number zero you have infinite possibilities but you're nothing at the same time like mm-hmm. you're empty but in the other ones, everybody can have multiple personas, so it gets kind of weird. hmm And, I'm sorry, the negotiation system was oh. fucking irritating.
2: It's bad knowledge in Megami games. Yeah, I don't know, that's one of the systems I wish they'd get away from. It
0: was, in order to get other personas in the first two, you had to negotiate with other demons through, like, dialogue, and they would give you cards, and you redeem these cards for other personas, but each... Enemy had a different personality, so you had to cater your answers to their personality, and it was it just became a shit show. Uh, it, it got to be too much t- uh, to like take in. Yeah, at least for me. Maybe I'm just an idiot, yeah. but like, no, nah,
3: it's
2: just the way it's handled. It doesn't come across very well.
0: Yeah, like three and four did it right, where it, like uh, four did like a shuffle system where like cards would come up and you just pick a random card and it would give you a persona. Five went back to negotiating, but it was made a hundred times fucking like easier you answer like one or two questions and you get it you don't get cards like mm-hmm. you just got the persona or if you like beat everything around an enemy mm-hmm. it'll sometimes beg to you to spare its life and if you do you just get the persona it was a cool idea and I actually like that it gave enemies personality because they're not bad per se they're just <laughs> fragments of a human consciousness Yeah. which it you know, the persona series has always delved into that shit it's really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, that's kind of where like later iterations make it harder to play the, yeah. the previous. I agree.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like and even as well as like Soul Reaver stands up, like yeah, graphically it looks like mud, but like gameplay-wise it still holds up with all like the adventure games on of that era, but Blood Omen you go play it and you're like feel weird. It you, you walks on like this weird like eight directional but not, and then mm. like, you're doing these puzzles from a top-down perspective, and it gets a little weird. Mm.
0: You Did you ever play the shooter?
2: <laughs> the arena shooter? Nazgoth.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. They did a uh, Legacy of Kane arena shooter?
2: Yeah, after, fuck, because what is it, Square owns them now? Square I Enix, be- I believe. I believe so. So, because the Legacy of Kain Defiance on PS2 had been the last game, they were developing Dark Sun and then scrapped it
3: mm. because
2: Square Enix is stupid. So they did Nosgoth as like, yeah, it was like a Quake-style oh, wow. shooter. Was it, and it first was person terrible. or third? It depended because I think there were some of the vampires when you played as them, it was third person.
0: So it was kind of like Unreal Tournament? Yeah. Okay.
2: But it yeah, was just so one of those arena cool. things where you, you were either on the human side and being a vampire hunter, or you were a vampire using different abilities to kill the humans.
1: Mm. Lame.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was... If they oh, God, my yeah. Franchise like that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: I played it for a bit, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Go away. But then
1: again, they kind of did that with Silent Hill. It wasn't an arena shooter, but Book of Memories was definitely not... It, it, it wasn't in the same vein as all of the other Silent Hill games.
0: I suppose in a weirder degree, almost shattered memories was kind of a departure. You didn't fight anything in shattered memories.
1: You no, it was banned. just running away. Yeah, so there. And then I, but honestly, yeah, like I like. There were really only one
2: enemy. Is, it. To be honest, running seems more in line with the. System. Yeah,
1: there really was yeah. only one enemy, and there or one enemy, and there was different variations of that enemy. I actually I really liked that, shattered memories. I honestly did too. Yeah. It was actually it's it's actually out there, probably one of my top three or four Silent Hill titles. Wow. Actually, Yeah. That's awesome. mm Hmm. Well then, for my next
0: title, speaking of games where the earlier games are harder to play than the second, uh, I know I've mentioned it on the channel before, uh, but Magna Carta 2 mm. was one that surprised me at how much I absolutely loved, and it's it's an RPG that does not get the light of day, or not, not it doesn't get recognition for anything, it
2: never comes Neither up. Neither of them do. No. Mm.
0: Well, I feel like, because, okay, Magna Carta 1 is uh, for the PS2. It's a very hard game to play. Mm. The combat is so convoluted that I couldn't figure it out. So when Magna Carta 2 came out, I feel like most people wrote it off because they were like, oh, fuck. The art style? Impeccable. I absolutely adore the art style because it's these, like, thick, thicker women, like these big-ass hips, and they got childbirthing hips. Oh, my God. Big old tick old bitties. It's... The art style's gorgeous. Like, the whole game is beautiful. Uh... But then, two, revamped the battle system to where it's it's not nearly as convoluted as one was. It was more of an action RPG, but mm-hmm. it was, like, weirdly... It was, like, action RPG... That's why he likes... Oh. Mm. Oh, that mm.
1: makes sense. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it had, like... You had to utilize teamwork, so you used all of your allies by... You, you would, like, acquire... What do they call it? Um, you had like a gauge that would build and experience. No, no, it was like a gauge in battle, but then you would swap to another character and you would start a combo. And midway through the combo, you swap to another character to continue it. And it's how you built up like massive amounts of damage. Oh, and okay. it, so it, it made you use other characters. Oh, gotcha. but it also was weirdly like resource management because in order to use magic, you needed to create, uh, they called it con. It was basically like you had to create spirits mm. of mm. different elements and the the different wizards could create different elements so it was it was really neat and and it was a game like the story nothing really new uh but it was told very well it, it was a decent length like I said, the environments were gorgeous it played extremely well mm-hmm. uh you had two different weapon trees you could go down for each character so if you wanted to do like the main character could do sword and shield or like a double-handed sword, you know? It was mm. cool. You could pick one or the other or do both if you wanted for some crazy reason, I don't know. But it was a game that just it never comes up in topics co- topics of conversation. And it's it's one of the one of the few 360 like exclusive RPGs, which I feel like that could have been the reason why. Maybe.
1: But what system did Magna Carta 1 come off of? PS2. PS- oh, it was PS2 era. Yes. Okay. So maybe that could be why, like.
0: It Another part jumped? of it, too,
2: is it's a Korean property. I could be, I guess. So it's not like. I, it, it's not a an established, you know, Western or, like, Japanese, like, property. It's from an unknown Korean.
1: I still find it interesting, though, because like you you said, though, the first one came out and the battle system was really flawed. And it was very bad, and so you said that, okay, so maybe the second one's not talked about because when people hear like, okay, Magna Carta two is coming out, like, oh no, it's just gonna be more of that same old shit. Yeah. Why did they even make a second one if the first one was so poorly received?
0: I don't know. It's it's very bizarre to me, but Hmm. I feel like most people... Because usually when you think Xbox 360 RPGs, you get, like, Lost Odyssey. Tales Mm -hmm. of Vesperia. Tales of Vesperia at the time. Like, uh, what was the other one that was there? Last Remnant, I think, was 360 exclusive. So it was like you get, like, those titles. Mm -hmm. But, like you had said, maybe it was because the developer was lesser known, because Infinite Undiscovery was another big one. That was Square, I believe, as well as uh, Last Remnant. I think so, yeah. So it's like, I feel like nobody... Really looked at it twice, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though the art style to me was very fe- like that's what drew me into it was the art style because mm-hmm. I always like games with unique, like, art styles like that. Uh, what was what was the one uh, Killer is Dead? Yeah, I love cell shading. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for cell shading. I think that that art style is gorgeous.
1: You're a Wind Waker fan? I was man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I absolutely
0: adored Wind Waker. Uh, Killer is Dead was that mm-hmm. uh, thirteen? I think was. Yeah. Um... No more heroes, I think, sort of as well. Yeah. But yeah, um, Magna Carta 2 is really, really good for the 360. $27 complete. I would give that a go if you're an RPG fan. It's got a decent story, great voice acting. There's a twist! So that's always fun. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think think you would really, really enjoy it if if RPGs are your thing. So that's what I got for my second one.
1: Well, for my second one, it was a game that I remember finding, I had never heard about this game before, I found it at a flea market, and on the cover of it, it said, Silent Hill meets Doom. And I'm like, "What? holy <laughs> shit, like, how do you make Silent Hill meets Doom, like, how have I never heard of this? It was for the DS, and I played through the game, and I'm just like, wow how is this game not a Silent Hill title? And the funny story is, um, bef- before I actually tell the story, I'll finally reveal what the, the name of the game is. Yes, please. Dementium, the ward.
0: Oh, okay, it was, yeah, it was
1: yeah. For the, it was for the DS. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember seeing it, but I never... And I... It's not my
1: thing, so And I remember it. seeing... Just, like, thinking, like, wow, this looks like a Silent Hill game. How come this was not a Silent Hill game? Well, it's not for lack of trying, because obviously the the company that developed it, they actually pitched it as a Silent Hill game on the Nintendo DS. Really? And it was actually Konami who said, nope, we don't like the pitch, we don't want Silent Hill's name attached to this game. (laughs) So they were not going to stop Making it, they knew that they had a, a solid idea with this game, and uh, and so they they released it. But honestly, it is a story that is basically, I mean, you're you're basically in what looks like an abandoned like medical ward, mm. and you are just trying to get out. And so it's actually, I want to say it's like eighteen chapters are in the game. And um, there's a few boss fights in there as well, too. Um, but honestly, it has... What?
2: do you want?
1: It has such a creepy atmosphere, but it's so well done that there are times where you forget that you're playing it on the 3DS. Like, wow. honestly, it's... I think, like, the graphics, not so, like... Th- they do look like DS, but it's like you're just so involved in the game that I just completely at times forgot that I was playing... Like the mm-hmm. DS, I just thought that I was playing a Silent Hill game. Like Which a that's handheld Silent
0: Hill. Game. That's the mark of a really good game that yeah. draws you
1: in. Is when you forget that
0: you're mm-hmm. playing and like the graphics may not be up to snuff. It's, yeah, you're so involved in it that you just don't even notice. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so I mean, yeah, the game's got a few faults of its own in like controls, battle system, and stuff like that. It, it can be challenging at times, but for the most part, the game was actually I think it was really well done. It had a great atmosphere, and It did have a very twist ending as well, too. Really? Um, I mean, the game came out in 2006. I I don't think I'm really spoiling anything, but um, but I won't say anything though. But yes, the game did have a very twist ending, Um, and I don't know if it was necessarily popular back when it came out, but it was so much so to the point to where they at least made a sequel to it. But they also
2: remastered it. Yes, they did. They re-released it on the
1: 3DS. Oh wow. but honestly, like if you look at like lists of games on like the Nintendo DS, like best games on the DS or or best survival horror games, Dementium never comes up. It mm. never comes up in conversation. It may come up here or there on like a Nintendo DS list, but honestly, I think that this one is just it's so well done. It really is a really wonderful, well done marriage between Doom and Silent Hill, where you have that first person shooter type action you've got you can use your fists, I think Um, or else you've got like different guns and stuff and there's I I don't really think there's too much of a terrible shortage of bullets that you uh, can't find, but honestly, it's creepy, the music is, is pretty good as well too, um and the first time I played it, I was on a plane, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I'm just like, "How did it take me this long to actually play this game? Like, <laughs> holy shit!" That's I amazing. was just I was just blown away by it. So as if
0: you needed another reason to hate Konami.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus. So uh,
0: Dementium goes twenty loose, twenty seven complete,
1: which is uh, which I think is 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 very affordable for that game. I would say. Um, so god back in the day when i actually found it at the uh at the flea market i paid ten dollars for the uh for the first one i lucked out and found the second one as well too um and i paid five dollars at a video game store for that one so Mm -hmm. yeah and that one's actually i think a a little bit more pricey than than the the first one so but both both are great the second one really just kind of picks up where the first one left off and um and honestly, I think it's a great series. So if you like the DS, it's it's definitely something to check out. And especially if you are into Silent Hill or survival horror, it's one that uh, that it, it shouldn't be obscure, but it is. Hmm. Cool. Kevin, what do you got? What were you laughing at? Yeah, what were you laughing at?
2: Are so, you saying, oh, shit. So when it got re-released to the 3DS shop.
1: Yeah. It got a one out of ten? What? <laughs> Why? And no,
2: like most places.
1: Wait, do, no, that's Destructoid.
2: And then a seven out of ten, seven and a half. But everyone else oh, basically refused are... to review it. Why? They just passed on it. Why? For the re-release of it. Oh my god! Like, so they re-released like, released like, that nobody cared about. And it. And then like the original scores aren't bad. They range from five to eight point five. Hmm
0: so I guess the remastered but yeah right. that 1 out of
2: 10 I was just like Whoa. wow is
0: that like the Silent Hill re- like collection it was just that bad maybe they fucked it up maybe, well because the original
2: maybe, release yeah. got awards for best first person shooter and best graphics technology jeez so
1: that's funny on the DS yeah, yeah there the you go. uh so Metacritic gave it a 72 out of 100 on the DS oh. it gave it a 57 out of 100 on the 3DS
3: huh
1: holy cow I wonder why yeah that's crazy
3: hmm huh.
0: Well, Kevin, what else you got?
2: So for my second one, uh, I'm going PSP, um, Lord of Arcana. Okay, okay. It, it's uh, it's made by Square Enix. Oh yeah, yeah. It is technically set in the Final Fantasy universe because you fight like Bahamut and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But it because it's a it's a like monster hunting type style almost game mm-hmm. where you had to kill creatures to get pieces of them to make your next armor and stuff like I that. I remember that. The game's just like. I, like, well, at least here in the West it is. I, like, I don't know, maybe it was more popular in Japan because it is part of a series over there. hmm But, like, here, like, I mean, PSP in general is just... No one owned one.
0: <laughs> like, no, and there were a huge glut of, of hunting games on the PSP. Well, that's
2: where Monster Hunter was the, uh, exclusively yeah. for a, quite a while. You
0: had Monster Hunter, you had God Eater, you had Lord of Arcana, I think, no, Tokoden was Vita, I think, started, right? I believe it started on the Vita. What was the other one? There were a couple other ones on PSP as well that I'm thinking of. Um, I'll think of them eventually.
2: I don't know, but, but yeah, it, it was really fun game. It's a bit more, like, mission-based. Soul
0: Sacrifice? Would you? I wouldn't consider that a hunting game. No, it's a hunting you? game. Think that's a hunting game? Soul yeah. Sacrifice? That's a sleeper for sure. Yeah
1: yeah oh Soul Sacrifice
2: Soul Sacrifice yeah. but, but,
1: honorable mention
0: but like <laughs> Lord
2: of Arcana did it was really really fun like I had it's one I would love to get my hands on again but um I just it's I don't like outside of like me I don't even think you ever played it did you
0: I didn't get that far into it same with like Ragnarok Odyssey like I never got that far into it I don't know why something see ab-
2: Ragnarok Odyssey is another one like I yeah really good it's technically another hunting game but it's Mm -hmm. it's much more like god eater it's much more action based versus monster hunter
0: yeah granted like the the bosses are
2: the bosses were like kind of cheap in in ragnarok odyssey Mm -hmm. um but yeah lord of arcana was really really well done like the armors and stuff look cool. The story was okay; nothing super special. But
0: yeah. I, lo- I like the different weapon sets. For what I'm remembering of it, well, the weapons I, were cool.
2: And then I love the fact that like you actually like leveled up in that one,
0: which is unique for a hunting. Thing.
2: Yeah. So you like you actually gained life and ex- like strength and stuff like that, and yeah, you got the different weapons and you could upgrade them. And yeah, that one it was a lot of fun. I put quite a few hours into that one. But.
0: Lord of Arcana. Yeah, I don't PSP complete $8. Wow. <laughs> 750 if that. Wow. Yeah, loose $4. Uh, yeah,
1: trying. that one
0: I yeah, I remember getting that one and I I feel like I played it for a little while, but I feel like I was so burned out on it cuz I feel like we picked that up around the time that Fantasy Star Portable 2 was out. And I remember that consumed a lot of our time back in the day. Portable 2 and even Portable 1 was was a game changer for us. I remember you and I played that a lot.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, and the other thing that, like, uh, Nobuo Umatata, um, the final Why are phase? you looking at me? Because, well, <laughs> you know the soundtrack type stuff better than Oh, yeah, I but swear the don't. guy that did the Final Fantasy soundtracks oh, did really? the soundtrack for it. Oh, wow. So, huh. like, yeah. like there was, like, big sense. names that worked on it, and it's still just over here, it's just, Neh, no one cared. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, PSP was, like I said, that in general. Most people, like, it got overshadowed by the DS and Honestly, stuff like Honestly, I
1: think, yeah, PSP was, was DOA. Oh, yeah.
0: We, we've we had that discussion in our yeah. Handhelds episode where, like, oh, yeah. PSP by all accounts should have killed the DS, but... But no, its DS, but no
1: DS. Yeah, DS just beat the
2: shit out of it. Yeah, well I mean, at least here in the West. Yeah, it was much closer in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, great. I sense. Three DS. I mean, the DS was still sold more, but the PSP did really well because, like, Monster Hunter was a huge franchise in Japan. Oh yeah. Like you could put that onto a onto a system, and that system would guarantee to sell. Yeah.
0: Well, oh yeah, Monster Hunter is still big even now. But oh, also yeah.
2: because like Monster Hunter needed like the disc, the bigger discs that the PSP offered and stuff like that for allowing it to do the stuff they did, that's why you know it was PSP. Because uh, the cartoon not handle it. They yeah. needed the power, they needed the speed that the PSP offered that the three DS didn't. Right. Or the mm. DS originally didn't. Yeah.
0: Which makes sense. Yep. Yeah, and I know the the hunting franchise is huge. Well, I mean it's huge here, but it's, I, I now feel it like is. it's it's now yeah. is.
2: thanks to Monster at the Hunter. Time, World,
0: at the time it was not that but bi- well i feel like uh the ones the other ones helped it along try and all that they but not s- quite so
2: world long. is what got the majority of the western audience into it oh maybe because world off like it did a whole bunch of like the quality of life improvements that like try and uh generations ultimate didn't have
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm I wonder, are they doing, um, well, now Monster Hunter Rise yeah. is the big one here, which, it was so funny, so many people were downloading the demo of Rise that it crashed the uh The, 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 the
2: shop. shop. It, oh, it was, did it, really? It, yeah. It, oh it was God. down for hours. Oh, wow. So
0: many people were clamoring to get this demo because Monster <laughs> Hunter now is so big here. So yeah. it's called Monter, Hunter, Mo- uh, Mon- Monster.
1: Monster Hunter Rise? Yeah, it's the oh, new okay. one for the oh. Switch. Oh, oh gotcha. Um, we
0: never did get double-crossed, did we? monster hunter double cross no i don't think we did hmm. or xx as paul would call it <laughs> what are you talking about xx it's called monster hunter xx but it's monster hunter double cross
2: because oh two of them. It's two, no two
0: it's
1: X's. monster hunter xx <laughs> yeah. monster hunter 20 yeah really well, actually yeah it's probably Monster Hunter 20. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah that's see, the monster hunter franchise is pretty big over here i'm looking forward to that one
0: I'll have to download the demo and try it. Like I said, I played The World...
2: Palamutes are adorable!
0: That's the part I like. <laughs> I never cared for the... the what, are, what are they called? The
2: Calicos? Uh, pal- like. Yeah, Palicos.
1: Yeah, I never cared for the cats. Or is it possible that Monster Hunter is following in Final Fantasy's footsteps and they're doing an X-series too? <laughs> yes, they're doing...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta love
0: RPG Man over here. Paul... <laughs> I like i, I play
3: playing
1: pumps. I just love it because so every time, every time you're like, "Oh, it's ten one, ten two, 2 and 103." No, it's not. There's no 103 for one. Yes, there is. No, there's not. There's it's,
0: 10 it, and 102. Oh. 13 has 13, 13 2, and 133, but that's just called uh, lightning it, returns.
2: It's 13 minus 2, 13. 13 minus 2. <laughs> it's <a> 11. Nice. <laughs>
1: They did They did Final Fantasy X and X, X2. X and
0: X to yeah.
1: X-2. Yeah. Yes. Charlie's Angels. They did, they did, the, X, they did the X series, too. So oh, they God. they copied Mega Man.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a good one, Kevin. <laughs> I'm actually going to stick in uh, the DS realm for this next Ugh, one. It's one that I really? don't think many people have really played. And honestly, it's been a long time since I've played it. But it's one I literally just thought of as we were doing this. Glory of Heracles. Oh. For for the DS. Yeah, I couldn't go. Complete $10. I couldn't get into that one. Honestly, I played it, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I know. The twist at the end was really cool. The characters were fun. It just, it had a really good engaging story to me. And the battle system was really well thought out. It was just, it was Mm -hmm. overall, the graphics were great at the time. It was like, I don't want to say it was like cel-shaded, but not really. Like I said, well, I, DS, I haven't thought right. of it for in a long time, but it was one I literally just thought of now. But it was, it's one nobody talks about. But I feel like if people gave it a chance, they would absolutely adore it. Because I always like Greek mythology and shit like that. So this one fell in line with it. And it was, like I said, the twist was really good in it. That mm-hmm. everybody thinks you're Heracles. And, well, I won't spoil it, but... Well, you already did. I suppose I did. Yeah, you're not Heracles. Oh, uh, fuck it. Oh no. Uh, you do actually get a party member who is the actual Heracles. Oh. And it goes from there, but there is a twist later that you find out, and it's it's it actually was kind of interesting to mm-hmm. me, and I, I I
2: love that kind of stuff. All I gotta say is that's what you get for having amnesia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's weird because it's amnesia, but it's it's not yeah. <laughs> because they're not there. I don't know. It was very goofy, but. Played really well The battle system was great Graphics were beautiful For the time And they're still beautiful now But just It's it's one I think people pass on On the DS
1: Mm-hmm yeah. So
0: that that was one I feel like kind of kind of an but, honorable mention, un- glory of
1: Heracles. But unfortunately, I think that that was bound to happen with the DS because there was just so many games that came oh out for God. the DS. The DS was a flood. Yeah, there was so, so much garbage. Much. Well, of course, there's well, gonna not be just garbage, that, but, but there was there was just a lot of good stuff. Yeah, on there was going to be good stuff, but there was going to be bad stuff too. But everything gets lost in yeah. the shuffle of it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that's just a, more of an honorable mention for me, I guess. But, um, I do have another one, if, you, if unless you have another one. Uh, well, I do, but you can go first. It's want. one that I've pushed you to play for a long time, and you still never have. I just played it! I showed not you! Not that!
2: Not Mario <laughs> Superstar Saga! Dad, you can never call anything Mario
0: underrated, ever.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. Pretty much not.
0: Well, some. I would say... No. Well, a Thousand Year Door is definitely not, not underrated. Not even, People
2: like, Mario typing.
1: Oh... <laughs> Dragon
0: Crown. No. Oh, okay. That folklore. Was... Oh, uh, folklore. It's the yeah, like PS3. Three. Yeah. Folklore. Still extremely sealed? good. Still sealed? The story no, is. Oh, <laughs> he never got it for me. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty fucking sure I did, you
2: prick. It's still sealed, isn't it?
0: I know I got him folklore for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. I th- well, no, You I bought don't. it
2: for yourself. No, I
0: probably. No, I think he got it for me. Oh. But oh, I think nope, I, I, don't have it. I think one of my girlfriends also got it for me. Oh. And I think I traded yours in. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I should have just gave it to you. You asshole. Well, now I know what to get him. But uh it's it's it's, it's you know, folklore. It's, it's cool shit. Hmm. It's action RPG, but it's it's like early, ball P- right there. early PS3 where it uses the six axis. So oh, like to okay. capture the God, I forget what they're called. It's like the shit Uh right. I'm just going to call them spirits. Like, you capture spirits to get different forms of attacking and forms mm-hmm. of defense, and each spirit falls under a different category. But you could, like, when you're capturing it, you have to, like, flick it back like a fishing rod, or mm. you have to shake it side to side to knock it out or something. It was, it you know, it was early PS3, so mm-hmm. it really wanted to use its technology. Um, but the story was fantastic. You have two different characters you can play as, uh, Keats or Ellen, I believe, and... If you start as one, you play up to a certain chapter, and then it makes you play as the other to get through his story or her story, and then it puts them together, and you finish the game. Ah, Resident Evil Two. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they copied them, but it was just it, the game was gorgeous. The soundtrack was amazing,
1: and it I have was to look up that soundtrack. I've never, I never listened to the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean the music
0: was was very very good. Uh, the story was good too. It was, it was kind of like a mystery because you're trying to figure out, like, why you're in this town, why you're why these spirits are around, like, all this other different shit surrounding Doolin Village, I think they called it, D-O-O-L-I-N. Mm. But it was just, it was such a... At, at the time, for me, it seemed like such a an interesting concept mm-hmm. that I fell in love with it. Uh. And like I said, the art style was beautiful. It was just a very intriguing story. You have mm-hmm. these people, like, these spirits are, like, prodding you through this adventure... Obviously they have ulterior motives, but it's it you feel like they're helping you and it you know they're not. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've I've always liked that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, folklore right now complete twenty eight dollars. I was
1: gonna say it's not expensive.
0: No, twenty eight yeah. bucks mm-hmm. loose eighteen thirty. But who the fuck gets loose?
1: Who gets loose? PS three games. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't. I happen. feel
0: like those you almost well I suppose you can, but yeah, it seems weird.
1: What? a loose PS3
0: well, well, they did have instructions back then. Yeah. Some games, not all most, of them. Most of the
1: early PS3 still had instructions. They did, yeah. They did still
0: so have So what's yeah. this
2: other fantastic so one? There you get, go. Paul. Well, Full this forward. one's not
1: going to come as a surprise to either one of
2: Doctiles you. Tales <laughs> 2.
1: However, though, I feel that it is important to bring this one up just because of the fact that you have people who try to bring it down but are doing it as just an act. But... Die Hard for the Nintendo. Honestly, I think that that was a fantastic game. It was very story accurate. Yes, it can be a little bit frustrating to have to uh, to have to uh, deal with some of the 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 enemies on screen because yeah, they do hurl a lot of bullets oh, at you. Oh yeah. But I think that this game met the demise that games like Silver Surfer got, where because of the AVGN, it just people thought that it was just a shitty game, Mm -hmm. and it's really not. It's not a shitty game. It's not like, it's not an impossibly hard game, nor is Silver Surfer, but people will always tell you, like, Silver Surfer, the the difficulty is legendary. It's No, it's not. It's just you had the AVGN who just decided to be a dumbass and just say that this game is impossible. It's impossible. Blah, blah, blah. And it's not. And so I feel yeah. like Die Hard met that same fate where you already had a game that was not really mass marketed, mass produced. And it just kind of faded into obscurity where he then kind of gave this idea of what it was, which then colored people's perspectives of that game and miss. Like misrepresented. It misrepresented what the game was.
0: Absolutely. It was one that I remember playing with you, or we played it on the channel yeah. already, so if you go to YouTube and watch our playthrough of it, you'll get the idea. But it was one that I didn't enjoy so much at the time, but I came to
1: appreciate later
0: after even, the fact.
1: Even just playing it, like, while we were playing it, I'm like, the, the different floors felt different. The mm-hmm. idea that you had... A health meter, but you also had a foot meter, which was very indicative of yeah. in the, the in the movie where Makes he sense. didn't have his shoes on. And yes, you couldn't run across glass because in the movie he didn't run across glass. That yeah, it would hurt your feet. Um, yeah, um, even down to the to the point to where it's like you had to go down to like a really lower level um, floor where the rocket was, mm-hmm. and that was straight out of the movie too. Was that they were shooting that rocket from a lower floor Um, and I mean there was dialogue that was ripped right out of the movie it was so accurate from the movie that I just I cannot begin to imagine like how much time and care went into them developing that game
0: yeah, it was very like spot on to the movie. Honestly,
1: it really, really was, and I yeah. was just so dumbfounded. Even down to some of the cutscenes, like when mm-hmm. when Hans is falling out of the, the the window and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just it was insane to me how accurate that was. But I feel like it was even down to like the the bad guy number. It, it was I think very, it was. Very, it was yeah. yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah,
0: th- which was that was the unique part about the game was the fact that enemies you killed lowered that number. Yeah. and they stayed dead. Like that's what you had to do
1: was take out all the bad Everybody guys to then get guys. to Hans. Yep, mm-hmm. it was a really cool yeah. touch. It really was. Yeah, I, and it wasn't. And, and yes, you found like first aid kits here and there, but your health was based on like you drinking soda. So yeah. I mean, it was honestly, it was realistic as well too, because it's not—you're not just gonna find a chicken dinner in <laughs> in, in wall like, meat. Yeah, a wall meat in a in a hallway or something oh, like that. God. So I mean, they they kept it honestly realistic.
2: You wonder why it did bad? Because Bruce Willis could never be an action star. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: funny. That is funny. Oh, but um, but no, I honestly feel that this game. It should have gotten kudos, and it should have been appreciated for what it was, but because of people like the AVGN, who just completely shit-mouthed it, and just had nothing but bad things to say about it, Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people follow him, and they will follow everything that he says to the letter, and so... that's also what I have an issue with when it comes to LJN games, is LJN doesn't take the fault for bad games. It was the developer. They never developed anything. But yeah.
2: tell they, somebody who hasn't... They the, still gave them the money and said, okay, we can publish it. So it's still their fault.
1: In that sense, yes. But, they, yes, they should That's have That's like had not blaming
2: CD Projekt Red for for Cyberpunk.
1: They, they should have, have, have been able to... Um,
2: quality control yeah i
1: was gonna say maybe they should have been better at choosing their developers but ljn doesn't get any faults so the same thing with Die Hard. i don't think the game like yeah there's a few things that i don't like about it but you should not let that color your perception of of how great or how accurate this game is as a video game
0: yeah it definitely gained a negative stigma Oh, for sure. From
1: him. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I don't think that it's ever been
0: able well,
2: to. I, I see the big problem I have too is like a lot of people can't separate the fact that, especially with like AVGN, it's a character. It's meant as entertainment. It's not mm-hmm. meant as a critical like analysis of the game. He's literally just finding easy targets and making fun of
1: them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true.
2: And people take it as, oh, that must mean this game really is
1: this. It is
0: terrible. When they can't
2: yeah. separate the two. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Silver Surfer, to its credit, is like, a hard game. The, it's a hard point. game.
2: What's the one where you played as the floating head? Zombie Nation. There, that's another yeah. one that has a reputation. It really does. And then we played it, and mm-hmm. it's definitely nowhere near as bad as anything that no. people say. Mm-mm. Yeah, and Zombie Nation
0: was, was what it... I feel like people looked at it and they were like, what the fuck is this? And they just didn't take the time to dissect it. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least in Zombie
2: Nation, there was a shit ton going on on screen. It was was the
0: sensory overload that was what made that game so frantic. Mm -hmm. It it was just, it was such an assault on the senses that you couldn't, you couldn't make heads or tails of it, but we eventually did.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which, and Silver Surfer was the same way. If Mm -hmm. you really broke it down, it's formulaic as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's, you that just was it.
1: memorize those levels and you're good to go yeah. that's
0: it <laughs> and die hard kind of fell in that same vein we yeah. we ended up finding a pattern and a, a better way to go about things which mm-hmm. i liked die hard because the fact that you like even the scene of shooting down the helicopter or the helicopter getting shot down mm-hmm. was cool like yeah. there was just a lot of really fun which you could have i suppose avoided that cuz i don't think you needed to do that actually cuz i don't think we did in we our place yeah, i think I we, we may have skipped it but
1: either way Die Hard was good Mm -hmm. um unfortunately that's a very pricey game it is unfortunately like I said I think it's just because it was very I mean there there's not many copies of that game to begin with I I don't think that a lot of them came out it it, the game was released in 1992 so I mean they were already pushing all of their their uh uh, resources to the the Super Nintendo at that point. Yeah one one twenty is what you'd be
3: looking and for that's just for Die card Hard only, and yeah. that's only
1: cart. Mm-hmm. Die Cart! So, so there you go. That's Die yeah, Hard. Yeah. So, but that's that's my that's my my third, and I honestly I, I just wish that that game had uh, I I wish people had more respect for it than mm-hmm. they than they actually do.
0: I agree. That's a good one. That's a good one.
2: All right, Kevin. Got any more? Um. Yeah, I got another one that Don't think this one is as underrated, but definitely compared to like other stuff in the genre, it's definitely ignored. But uh Kingdom Under Fire, Circle of Doom.
0: Oh, that one I it I was, know of it. It was but for three
2: sixty. Mhm. Um But it was a very hard like um sort of, like, pseudo Dynasty Warriors clone, but like, the franchise as a whole, like, the Kingdom Under Fire series has a lot of fans, Mm -hmm. but this one is very, like, that is, like, a very different game from the rest of the series. I think it's, like, literally the only one they've done of that style. (laughs) Um, but I, like, I enjoyed, like, the progression, and like, as you went, you got the, like, the better armor, like, your character's, like, appearance would change, and um but usually that's not one like other than maybe like like the muso players like you don't hear anyone really talk about that one very much but i think also being 360 exclusive might have hurt it a bit Mm -hmm. so
0: is it does it play kind of like um is it more like 99 nights like those two or is kind of like stage based Musso. It's stage based, really... but
2: it is definitely. I think it even predates Ninety Nine Nights.
0: Okay, I remember watching Ninety Nine Nights, and I like that one a lot. I have those. I never played them.
2: I like Shu better for the than the first one.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do.
2: Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like it was interesting because you have like your main weapon, then you kind of have like a sub weapon and stuff like that. And hmm.
0: yeah, I always remember seeing it, but I never, never really looked too much into it
2: fun it's hard
0: oh it, maybe that's why people don't like it you know, a lot did. of people don't care for sometimes which is funny you know why well, it's don't funny because
2: a lot of people like the see, it has like a stamina system too which might have put people off back then which is hilarious now yeah because everyone wants everything to be freaking souls like oh,
0: the Souls series or the, yeah it's a souls game
2: and it's like no this game did this back on you know 360 there was a stamina system because i remember like you you'd have to like stand back every now and then kingdom
0: under fire circle it can't
2: go for very much
0: 761 complete
2: yeah I remember
0: this cover yeah
2: but it was a lot of fun like I I don't know how underrated it is but I that's definitely one I think it it teeters like on the edge of between
0: between what
2: being being, like like unknown and like the moderately known
0: okay Yeah, that's always funny when, like, a game... Well, like you were just saying, with Breath of the Wild, it's touted for doing such and such, but it's been done before. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, the stamina system... And Souls games now, people clamor for. Because they think, oh, the fucking Souls games are so hard! Like, these games are... This is, like, the pinnacle of difficulty! It's like, they're not, really. They're not,
3: they're...
2: (laughs) And their difficulty, while it's overcomable, it's also usually cheap difficulty versus, like...
0: A legitimate. A- difficulty. It's not
2: enemies outsmarting you. It's just a, I hit for fifty, you hit for five. Yeah. Woo.
0: Yeah, which that's that's always unfair, or something moves just exponentially faster than you. Mm. Yeah. So it's like you. Yeah. Which I suppose that could be construed as a.
2: Even RPGs do it, but at least like RPGs have a much better mechanic for overcoming it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I personally never cared for stamina systems like it's it gets old
2: they're all right like if they're done right like breath of the wild immortals where it's like Mm -hmm. you're sprinting you're climbing you're carrying a heavy object like fighting if I'm a person who's trained with that sword my entire life I'm not getting drained by using a sword yeah Mm -hmm. which even like like long combat sure but just swinging the sword and then being out of breath no (laughs) not happening
0: Which even Breath of the Wild wasn't the first Zelda to use that. I mean, Skyward Sword had a stamina system. Yeah. So, like, it just seemed seemed weird that and nobody... Well, Twilight
2: Princess had stamina, didn't it?
0: Twilight Princess didn't. Because Skyward Sword was the first one you could dash. Oh. You couldn't dash in Twilight Princess. Yeah. I mean, you could when you were, like, the wolf, sort of, but Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Skyward Sword was the first one where you could actually like go into a full-on sprint, Mm. and it would drain your stamina. You would climb and it, were hang. It was, it was like, a, it was a stamina system. So, yeah, yeah, that one's a cheap one. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to look into that one. Maybe, maybe I'll give that one a shot sometime.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's because I don't know how into those types of games you are. Eh, it depends what I'm in the mood for.
0: Mm. I, my mood changes from time to time like i I go from like action rpgs to like turn-based what's then i'll go to like strategy
1: rpgs or you know stuff like that so basically your your mood changes but stays within the realm of rpgs
3: yeah of
2: course
1: okay Mm
3: -hmm.
2: (laughs) he he has two moods rpg or um light rpg Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's right
0: it's better than the at least i play more than five Shut up with you guys (laughs) in the five games. It's a common thing. I might call this episode that. No. The realm of five games. Kingdom of Paul, oh lord. I don't need to take this, (laughs) okay? Alright, so for my next one, uh, it's kind of more of a collection. It's any Wii RPG. Because the Wii is not known for having many RPGs. Mm -hmm. As many people
1: will tell you. You... Name a Wii RPG for me right now. Uh, Is it uh, Epic Mickey? Wasn't that an RPG?
3: No, nah, it's I more of an action, a platformer. Or, yeah. Oh, is it? An oh, ride I ride. thought
1: it was more of like a, a Kingdom Hearts type game. No. Um, Hold on. Someone like Paul, I feel, would be hard-pressed no, to think of one. No, I, I don't think I can. Um, Wasn't Red Steel, wasn't that
2: uh, an RPG? Action game.
1: Oh. Action
0: it's kinda of, that was in the same vein as like no more heroes.
1: No, then I yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be alone. There aren't many people that can think mm-hmm. of RPGs, but it actually had quite a few exclusive RPGs that were really good. Huh. Um notably you had Rise Fantasia, which was voice acting.
2: Oh, that was hilarious. It was bad. bad. It I was about
0: that. it was about like cheesy bad like Bait and Kados was for the GameCube. Oh, no. Where I know. mean it's bad.
2: But the gameplay was solid. It grows on you though when you're playing it.
0: So. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story was decent. It's it's one of those where like you you have like a group that you start with. It's you and you've just of course go find a girl and mm-hmm. she's she's magical and then you have your best friend who joins you and then like your childhood friend. Well, it turns out like there's two different gods, your best friend and your childhood friend basically become like acolytes of the other god Mm -hmm. but neither side is wrong so it's like it gets difficult because it's the question of who's really the bad guy
3: Mm -hmm. who's
0: doing who's the one creating the problem you know what i mean so it's like it's i like games that blur the line between good and evil Mm. and that game mm-hmm. kind of did that
1: oh yeah.
3: where
0: it's like you don't know who's fighting for the right side yeah and that's that's why I, I liked that one so much gameplay was good got a little stale after a while you had like a, a shared ap system so like everybody shared a pool of action points so if you wanted you could have one character do everything but it probably wasn't a good idea so it got kind of annoying in that sense, where it's like AP management. It would work just fine. It worked for Blaziken. <laughs> that's that's not even that's not even the same thing. Blaziken for the oh win. Uh, yeah. One yeah. one RP. So that was good. Um, I'm pretty sure Arc Rise doesn't even go for that much. It's got to be like twenty bucks, if that. Because again, it's not one that really. I, I don't think many
2: people know too much about. I was hoping that's one that would get ported over to the Switch. Holy fuck! How much did it go for? $60 it? complete! Oh, so it goes for Alright, that's okay. more than I thought. So it goes for new.
0: <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, The other one that a lot of people, I think, passed up on for the Wii, um, Last Story.
2: I loved that mm. one.
0: It was a phenomenal RPG. It was...
2: Climb that tower. It, it was...
0: Uh, it wasn't turn-based, but it wasn't quite action RPG. It's an action RPG. Would you consider it action? Yeah. It was more, it was action in the same vein as like Xenoblade where you kind of really didn't mash the button to attack. It's like you kind of engaged them and they kind of auto-attacked in a way, hmm. but story top-notch. It, it. I feel like that's one of the most lauded uh, RPGs on the Wii is But the I also story. But
1: I also don't think that it's underrated though. I don't really hear too many I, people talk about no, it. I, I feel like I've heard people talk about the last story, though. I, I feel like it doesn't come up. Well, no, I, maybe, honestly, maybe. I feel like Wii games in general don't Wii come up. Wii games in general,
0: yeah. Yeah. No. But that one, 52 complete. It's great graphics. The story's phenomenal. I It's one I would definitely check out for the Wii. Um, another one that's that's kind of... I'd say it's more of an action platformer, I guess, is Pandora's um, Pandora's Tower. That was another one. That's got, but it's got kind of like a ticking clock element to it, where you're doing tower stuff, trying to save a girl before she becomes corrupted. That was an interesting one. Oh, now you're watching videos of Last Story. Yeah,
2: it's not as turn based as you think.
0: No, I didn't. I don't think it's turn based, but I also don't think it's
2: it's an action game. It's an action. Yeah, RPG. but it's
0: it's like it's like Xenoblade Chronicles, where you're not actually. You're not hitting the button to constantly attack like an action RPG. I don't remember. It's not like a Tales game.
2: All I remember is if you didn't pick up the weapon the boss dropped, you lost it.
0: Yeah, well, you had to pick
2: it up, yeah. otherwise it was gone, and that was the only way to play through the game with the best weapon.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but I beat that one. Last story. Yeah, it's one that I still have to get into more. Um, Pandora's Tower was was another one that I was mentioning. It's it's. A very, very good game. I still have myself have to go through it. I remember watching videos on it, and I remember you played it a little bit. I think so, yeah.
1: Um, that one complete 65. There is. They, they did make a Fire Emblem game on the Wii, too, though. They did, Radiant yeah. Dawn. Mm-hmm. It was the sequel to
0: Path of Radiance, I think, for the GameCube. If I'm not mistaken... Sakura Wars. Sakura Wars, Uh, yep, I have that one. Mm -hmm. Which, that's, I think that's the first Sakura Wars we got here in the U.S.? Maybe not.
2: Uh, I think there might have been... I
0: know there's another one now that came out on PS4. I have Sakura Wars. But again, it's games that nobody really mentions. Because Mm -hmm. the Wii is generally never equated to having RPGs. Kind of... I mean, honestly, most people think of the Wii and they think, "Oh, Wii Sports," you know, like mm-hmm. Wii boxing, well, of or course, yeah. Wii bowling, or obviously like uh, Mario Galaxy was mm-hmm. Wii. So, like games like
2: that. Yeah, I don't remember how far into this one I got. I don't remember any of this. This is the beginning of the game. It was one I don't think you played for very long. Pandora's, Pandora's Tower. Tower. I know, last story, I blew it through though.
0: Yeah. But um, other, but a, yeah, the I feel...
2: Final Fantasy was a Crystal Bear or whatever.
0: Crystal Bearers, yes, was a good one. I was pretty interesting. I
2: liked his gravity magic system that he had. Oh
0: yeah. The Crystal Chronicles series was was very good. I I feel like it's it's a series that's not very it kind of like Mystic Quest where it has like a degree of infamy to it. Like a yeah. lot of people bash Mystic Quest and I feel like a lot of people bashed Crystal like the Crystal Chronicles series as well. Crystal Bearers was good. I really enjoyed that. Um just honestly, the Wii RPGs in general, or even even like the platformers and shit. There's a lot of unknown Wii games.
1: They released Just Dance 2020 on the Wii. They're still doing Just Dance games for the Wii. Really? That blows I my. I would have imagined Wii U. Not the Wii, that doesn't make sense that blows my mind oh
0: my well, there's, there's, there is
2: there is a Wii RPG that they get a lot of talk about it's
0: <laughs> right the sequel to tales of symphonia yep that was a good
2: one i liked that one yeah
0: that was a really fun one uh yeah uh what was the, what was the subtitle to it dawn of a new world dawn of a new world where lloyd and them were painted as enemies which was really cool actually it was very interesting to me that the heroes of the first one were painted as villains in the second that's right. That one I think that one's probably the most recognizable. Probably of, of the RPGs on the um, the Wii. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what else? that's that's it for me. What do you guys got? Anything else? Any other games? No. Not you know, really,
2: those were just uh, the games. three that really stood out to me. I'm sure there's more if I were to like really sit and dig Another through. It.
1: Yeah, I. If I, I actually did my homework, I probably would have had a <laughs> long list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would have.
0: Uh, well, from there we can talk about um... swords and serpents. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, <laughs> under underrated gem that nobody talks about. Kevin. Yeah, that's it. Especially us. Diamond in the rough. Faria.
0: Hmm. Mm, fuck you, boys. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is definitely not underrated. That's rated right where it needs to be. In the bottom of the bin, because Faria sucks. Faria does not suck. Maybe you just suck. I'm not... Um, I'm decent at it, but it's just... It's a pain to play. It's... Yeah, it doesn't look fun. No, it's not. So, trust me. Uh-uh. Uh, well, we'll oh, talk yeah. about peripherals. Uh, yes, so basically, any add-ons to consoles or whatever... And no, I'm not talking. Well, I suppose those would be considered peripherals, wouldn't they? Like the thir- the 32x, the Sega CD. Those, those would be peripherals, ones. yeah. Yeah. Well, the Sega. I feel like. Well, 32x, I would, yes. But I mean, the Sega CD kind of feels like. Sorry, an, it's an add-on. A, you an can't, add-on console. You I guess, can't. You but. can't play it
1: by itself. No, you really can't. So yeah. it's a peripheral. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, what? What's what's a, a peripheral that that gives you fond memories
1: or that you enjoyed? Well, honestly, one of the the very first peripherals I remember playing with, obviously the the like the Nintendo peripherals, yeah. the the gun, the yeah. light gun. We had a lot of fun with the Zapper, with that. the Zapper. Um played a lot with that. The other peripheral that I think really sticks out in my mind would be the Game Genie.
3: Yeah, Even though okay. it's really
1: not technically a peripheral, yeah, it was it a third-party
2: it's an add-on. Tool, yeah. yeah,
1: um, but I just remember like games that you could not beat. It's like you just look to the Game Genie's <laughs> book and see what what extra codes are in there, and uh, yeah, you could just plow right through the game. That was actually the first time I ever beat Contra. I used uh, Game Genie to do it.
0: Wow, I was sad.
1: I know, I know,
0: sad. Yeah. I remember my cousins had the uh, Game Shark.
1: For mm. the what was
0: at the PlayStation. Yeah, it's basically the the, it the the equivalent of the Game Genie. Yeah. yeah, and it was the the Game Genie. It was the first time I'd ever seen it before. Was when I went to my cousin's one time for a Christmas or something, and I remember seeing the Game Genie. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, I mean, paraphrasing, <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> but I remember, so that was my thought was, what is this? Because obviously, I never had a game. I never had a Game Genie growing up. Mm-hmm. I I played games legit because I wasn't no punk. No, nah, you were but. Punk.
1: Well, it's funny, too, because a lot of the, if I'm not mistaken, the first-run PlayStations did not even have the port in the back of it so that you could plug in a... uh,
2: No, I'm pretty sure that was first-run. They removed it on the second run. Oh,
1: did they? Okay, I remember that there are certain PlayStations where there is no, like, there's no port for the GameShark.
2: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: They removed it.
0: I thought there was something where you put a disc in. That was that's action replay.
1: That's action replay. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Okay,
0: yeah, because I remember yeah. then you had to remove that, the disc and, and then load they the
1: game. Yeah, and that they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't do anything about
0: it. Yeah. Okay. So, interesting, the Game Genie.
1: But, uh, huh. but yeah, Game Genie, and um, honestly, like it's... Super Scope Six. I'm see, sure, and I but... never, I never played Super Scope Six as a no? as a kid. No, I played the. Genesis
0: equivalent The Menacer
1: Oh yeah I had The so. Menacer And mm-hmm. I
0: loved it Cause it had like A Toe Jam and Earl game Where you shot tomatoes At things It had all like The Toe Jam and Earl Characters Oh really It was really cool Yeah oh, It had uh, It was a lot of Interesting shit on it
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember That and there was Like a bug one Where like the, the, where, you, where you were looking Was like a flashlight And you had to like Squish bugs Oh, that was one of the games there was like a pizza in the middle and you had to stop the bugs from consuming the pizza and Mm. there were like big fucking roaches that you'd squish and it'd turn into tinier bugs it was a very weird game but it was kind of fun but those were like the only two games I can remember from The Menacer Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were more
2: yeah so the bottom one is the original PS1 Ah. The second, the middle one is the second revision. Oh, first and, then, revision and then the second revision.
1: Oh, okay. So the one on the top is, is the, the newest. Late, the month. newest one that, and they just removed it completely. They also
2: removed like the the, the video like jacks. Notice that. Oh yeah. They switched over to that proprietary plug. So, yeah, they just use
1: the R, yeah, the RF adapter. Weird. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's bizarre. Yep. Interesting. So, but no, the um, I would say other peripherals. So, I mean. <laughs> i think that rob is cute I, I like rob but i think that he has absolutely no practical use whatsoever no other outside um, of his
0: games that he could play. Out,
1: well even even with the games he was not practical just setting him up and having to like do what he does like it's fun to use it once just to kind of experience like what he was intended to do um but he's just, it's, it's just not practical. Which, for anybody um, who doesn't know, what are the games that Rob works with? So Rob the Robot, and actually we'll give a little bit more of a, of a history, is that obviously you got to go back to the 1983 crash, the video mm-hmm. game crash. Nintendo knew that they had a success on their hands. They wanted to get it into American stores to help boost their sales, but a lot of retailers did not want to take the risk on... Their, uh on on systems anymore. They right. got burned by the Intellivision, by Atari, all these things. Um, honestly, uh sidetrack, um Mattel, if it wasn't for Barbie, they would have they actually would have gone under because of hmm. the video game crash. The Intellivision lost them three hundred and ninety four million dollars. Good God, back then. Back then. Whoosh. So if it wasn't for Barbie and if if I'm not mistaken at that point in time masters of the universe that line that is basically what saved them and kept them oh. still operating but stores didn't want to take the risk, so nintendo said okay what do we have to do to in order to to get this in so that people don't think that it's necessarily a nintendo or it's a video game system yeah so it was their little trojan robot <laughs> is they basically packaged in Rob the Robot with those initial things because basically you're buying a toy, mm-hmm. a toy robot. Oh, but by the way, it comes with this Nintendo Entertainment System. That's right. Notice they, they call never it, called it a video game system. Right. Nintendo Entertainment System. Clever. It comes sneaky, with this. Sneaky. So you play with your robot, but guess what? It actually does work with this little system that you have too. There was two games that they released for it that were compatible with it only. Gyromite, which was actually one of the original packing games, hmm. and Stack Up. And once the Nintendo took off, they realized they didn't need Rob anymore. So then the action set was born, where then you had the Nintendo that was released with just the, the gun mm-hmm. and, uh, and Duck Hunt and Mario um, but the original system actually came with Gyromite and Duck Hunt. Wow. It came with two game pack-ins, but Mario was not initially packed in with, with the system. That's so crazy. And Rob was only meant to be like so that they were selling you a toy, not a video game system.
0: That's right, because he came with like little things that he could mess around with, right? Gyros, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: with yep. Gyromite. Yep and then then what did he do for stack
0: up was it the same
1: thing He had he yeah he had little um like there were uh pieces in he there that grabbed. basically like gloves that he could then grab little discs little mm-hmm. colorful discs um and then you just basically stacked them in certain order whatever was on the on the screen you stacked them in that in that interesting that method yeah Yeah what what year did the power glove come out The power glove was yeah. 89
0: Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that kind of far
1: in. It Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it was pretty far in. Because there,
0: weren't there only, like, a game or two that was, like, exclusive Power so, Glove? Because what was it, Glove uh, If I'm not Gloveball? mistaken,
1: Super Glove Ball was the only game that was developed, d- like, directly for the Power Glove. And honestly, from what I've heard, it works extremely well. Like, <laughs> the, the game works extremely well, and it works very well with the Power Glove. Yeah. But that's because it was designed with the power glove in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything else just really did did not work. Very what well.
2: you mean you can't drive like that with it?
1: No, <laughs> no, you cannot. No, the wizard, the Impala wizard deceived bullshit. us. The wizard deceived Mov- us all. Movies don't lie. you cannot. You cannot no. hold it like you're holding a steering wheel and then go like that in order to turn. Like it doesn't. No, it what doesn't a work. Great that well. advertisement that thing
0: was. What a great yeah, vehicle. yeah
1: little little what a fucking uh, wizard little lucas barton yeah he, he loved the power glove it's so bad and yes he did and it was bad for uh, literally and figuratively
0: i always figured that game klax would have been because that's the game i think that has like the it's hand the hand yeah. yeah i always thought that was well Clax
1: was never even it wasn't uh licensed by nintendo well oh, that's right it was yeah it was a tension game yes mm-hmm. it was I stand
0: corrected. Certainly was. Well fuck. Yeah. Well other than like those things, like other controllers that I remember from like the NES, Mm -hmm. obviously, the most famous one, the NES Max. Oh yeah. With the the NES Max virtual Thumb pad or D pad, which was I, trash. I hated that D pad. Me too. Absolutely. That's the one where it's the disc yeah, that slid I, and the yeah. whole... Absolutely hated it. Which you could have just got around it by hitting the edges because the edge was a big button. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was impossible to play. The mm-hmm. only thing that that really did for you was it had turbo buttons
1: right yes. on it. Yep. It had the top that two what, and then the bottom. That was two. why. That was the only reason why, as kids, we used it was because mm-hmm. of the turbo buttons. Oh yeah. But I actually remember as a kid, I despised using that it's like i would plug it in because i wanted the turbo buttons it's, but then i was like oh i have to use this button for like and it just doesn't work yeah it it's, was bad. yeah then of course you have the the
0: famous nes advantage
1: oh yeah where the you know stick. Yep.
0: love it that mm-hmm. had turbo buttons
1: on it it did and it worked very well actually yeah yeah i love the nes advantage mm-hmm.
2: until someone karate chopped it
1: i didn't karate chop it yeah <laughs> I Donkey Konged it. it Donkey Kong punched it Because I got got mad. mad And I taped it back together With electrical tape With electrical tape It still works Well of course it works It still works Good god man Don't complain I fixed it
0: Well Kevin What do you got For a peripheral And or controller That you have fond memories of
2: Um I don't know if I would say fond I only used it a couple of times Um But the Sega Activator Mm. Is that ring you put on the floor for like Mortal Kombat?
0: Yeah, I always. That's Jump about kick. as it's about as useful as the U Force is. It was just about. <laughs>
2: it responded about as well too.
0: I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, it probably was. It was not, easier yeah. just
2: to sit in the middle and <laughs> and just oh,
0: put
3: yeah. your
2: hand over it.
0: We should have mentioned the uh, the uh, fucking power pad. I
1: was just about to say because yeah. that's what people would resort to as well too. Although, in my opinion, the power pad actually worked very well. For ki- for kids, for yeah, well, no, not so much for adults like no, us. Because I mean, we were able to beat like dance aerobics. On you
0: it. remember I how was. small that pad was? Yeah. Trying to do some of those exercises oh, no, it was, was almost impossible. Oh, it was my small. nuts were in my throat. Oh, it was small. Yeah, it was small. Trying but... to do like the turns. Yeah, it was fucking impossible. God, fucking dance aerobics.
1: <laughs> hey, I liked it. The power pad was interesting, but I, will say. I mean, yeah. But then you get the people who just resort to just getting off the pad and like smashing on the on the pads. Street cop. It doesn't work.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> God. But the activator. I remember seeing ads in
1: like magazines for the activator. I remember just seeing the name of it, the activator, and just thinking, yeah. like,
2: what the heck is that? They always showed it with like Mortal Kombat and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. and it was hilarious because you were, to, yeah, you were supposed to, yeah,
1: because you were you were supposed to be able to stand in the middle, and then it was basically like your first soirée into virtual reality because you're supposed to like kick, and it's like your character would do the same thing that you did. How would or you jump? You punch.
2: Uh, you there was a, one of the directions you kind of broke the you line just, that comes up. Yeah, you could just... Because it used, like, moves. infrared. Oh, yeah. So, it, okay. basically, it's, like, a bunch of light pillars that come up, and when you break them, you do different things. Mm, weird. Which is why I so said you can just sit and just... do, 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 and do just use And your, run your hands your over hand. it. Yeah. At that point, though, just use a controller. But at that really? point,
1: though, like, in,
2: in... I think it was more the novelty of it. Yeah,
1: because, like, and it's funny that they would use Mortal Kombat as, like, the game that would sell that, because... How are you going to throw, like, a fireball? It's not like I'm just going to stand like this to, like, <laughs> throw, uh, like, uh, Sub-Zero's ice. Yeah. It's like... Or Kano's roll. Yeah, like, how do you do, like... What do, I, just, what, huh? what do I do? Down, <laughs> forward,
0: punch. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It will, how do you do that? Which, actually, that's funny, because one of the controllers I grew up with for Genesis for fighting games was called The Conqueror. It was uh, a joystick and it had, like, the three buttons, mm-hmm. but you could set up uh, button combinations. Oh.
3: So, like, it had buttons
0: that you could basically, like, create macros. So you would hit That's the thing really to cool, start actually. it down to forward, punch, and it Cheating would Cheating bastards! It. Yeah. So basically, but the only problem was in a fighting game, if you get on the other side and hit the button, it doesn't work Oh, it doesn't work it, anymore, So yeah. it doesn't work. It kind of sucked. Yeah. But it was cool that instead of having it down to forward, you could just hit the button and he would... Fireball. See that. So I would been... set up like fatalities and Mortal
1: Kombat with it and
0: that stuff like been that. Really See, like cool. for the
2: fatalities, cool. For a fireball, if because you can't do the fireball or anything because like, that, don't like, yeah. stop, like games, stop.
1: games like um, Street Fighter 2 when I was growing up, I could not do the um, the dragon punch yeah, or, or the, uppercut. the uppercuts or the dragon forward, down to forward. I couldn't do the forward down yeah. forward. But it, just, was, it was it was useful not.
0: for like charge moves, oh, like Guile's no, flash yeah. kick, because it would it would basically you would hit the button and it would it would do whatever you did and then end it so it was basically however long you did something it
1: mimicked that action it was really cool and now i hate you why because that was one thing that always pissed me off in street fighter 2 playing
2: the computer PC. the computer would just flash. when they would Jesus. just spam
1: the flash, flash kick
2: flash. like
1: it it would piss me off because I'm like computer there is no way you charged for two (laughs) seconds there is no fucking way you did that cycle cruise! yeah they could just do it on a whim and I'm like uh uh that's not fair I have to wait and you can just do it and like immediately that was was balls but I remember
0: that that joystick really Mm. really uh, vividly but the one thing that was weird about it it was it would create goofy hums on the television Oh, weird! Yeah, huh. I mean, you know, my old TV had yeah. like where it would hum sometimes. Yeah, for some reason, the Conqueror would do that too. Huh. It was very bizarre.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. But
0: that was I remember it's like that. Maybe it was that. just
1: with the uh, the frequencies were like the same or something like that. It's, like, maybe it
0: was very strange. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, I about? loved I loved the um uh, the Super Game Boy. Honestly,
3: <laughs> yeah. I just
1: I, it was your first ab- ability into, like, being able to play, like, your handheld games on a TV. It was incredible. And I, to me, I just It was groundbreaking. Well, and at the time, I really, like, I didn't have one growing up, but as an adult, I appreciate what Nintendo did, because while you had Sega Genesis doing what they were doing, where it's, they were constantly launching new systems, but having to use the original hardware in order to do it, like the Sega CD or the 32X... It's Nintendo took the steps to say, hey, you have a Super Nintendo. You're buying our Game Boy games. Let's see if we could do something where you could play those Game Boy games on your Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And so it's like it actually married it so that it's you don't need a new system to play these games. You just need this little peripheral and then you can play it on your new system. And it's I don't think that many companies did that. No, like they just not really. they, they wanted to sell you a new system. They wanted to sell you something else. Nintendo was like, "Let's find a way to bridge this gap." Mm-hmm. And I just and I, I thought that that's that's so cool. The Super Game Boy only played original, right? It only didn't play original. color. They had a Super Game Boy 2 came out only in Japan, but mm. that one played the Game Boy Color games. Okay. Yeah. That's I right. in the in the worst way I w- I would love to have a Super Game Boy 2. Yeah. I would love to have it. But it was like it was really cool. It was like Arctic blue, like see through plastic too. Oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I looks, liked when they started really, doing that. Yeah, it. Yeah, it looks really cool. Kind
0: of looked like Pokemon Crystal. Kind of where yeah. it came with like the mm-hmm. see through. That's yeah. when they kinda started doing that kind of shit. Yeah. Because I think Super Mario Deluxe was in that kind of a a cart, no. if I'm not it mistaken. Was, Super
1: Mario Deluxe was in a um I have Super Mario Deluxe. It's I think it's a uh Really? Oh yeah, it's it's actually sitting right here. Which one am I it's, thinking oh, of? Oh yeah, it's well it's like this. It's just clear. I mean, yeah. It's a clear, yeah. It's a That's clear what I meant. see-through. Yeah. Oh okay, gotcha. I thought you you meant it was like in um the color. Oh, oh, color. No no no. no. Yeah. I just meant like the see-through shit. No, some yeah, some yeah. of the Game Boy Color games they started just doing this where it was just see-through. And
2: yet you mocked the off brand ones for NES that are see through. <sighs> the off brand ones. <laughs> what off brand <laughs> Those ones? those like fifty and one cards and oh, stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's see. Uh, Good peripheral, obviously, was the one that came with the Saturn. The 3D controller. Mm. The one that came with Knights. Yep. That was a really cool controller. Pretty much the only game that it was compatible with. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it really helped it. I mean, that game needed it. No. Knights was kind of hard to play without it.
1: Was it really? It Mm,
0: was. You get used to it. You do, but it definitely
1: It's easier with the 3D controller. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't... Oh, no, that was for the, uh, that was for the Atari. There was a, um, or the Atari Jaguar, but, uh, Tempest 2000? I thought mm. for some reason that had, like, a, a 3D controller to it, too, but maybe I'm just, Ooh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know the
0: Nintendo had a whole shitload of them. You had, like, the Quick Shot. You had the... Oh, yeah. The Arkanoid mm-hmm. controller, which I think you needed, right? Yes, you
1: did need it yeah. for... like, the weird dial yeah. and stuff. We yeah. I mean, got it right there, yeah.
0: My God. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. Obviously, one of the probably the greatest peripherals of all time is the Dreamcast VMU.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I consider that one a peripheral because it, it's, it it's necessary to save your games. That'd be like saying, like you know, the Mega. Blocks. It was It's not a
1: peripheral because, oh, you, yeah, don't, you, yeah, you, because you don't because you don't need it. You don't need it in order to play games yeah, and stuff. Dreamcast like that. didn't have internal like the Saturn did. No. No.
2: No. It was required, to and save the VMUs—you
1: really don't save to the VMUs, do you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, do you? Oh. And they were memory cards. They were just—they oh, the, were the yeah. special
2: memory cards. Yeah. Oh, that's why the controller was worked. designed with the window. They
1: always worked with a memory as a memory card. They just didn't work standalone.
2: No, they, they worked standalone. They, they worked.
1: Did. Yeah, for all it was of, like a telegachi d- <laughs> all of two days.
0: It was like the Nomad. <laughs>
1: Oh God! I loved the No Man.
2: It works because it
1: was it was plugged into the port of the controller, which then that's where it fed its it it got like. Once again,
2: Nintendo stealing designs controller with the screen,
1: but it was a genius move because there were a lot of games that utilized the VMU to do stuff. Yeah, I did. I did like actually. That was the first game I remember playing: Resident Evil Code Veronica. Yeah, and you could keep a, a an eye on your health because you would just look at, instead of having to pause the game to see what your health was at, yeah. or notice what your character was doing, you just look down at the pad, and it's like you have either fine, or you're in caution, or whatever yeah. it is dangerous, like it would what, say. What it, did that stand for? Was it virtual memory unit,
3: or yeah, visual yeah. memory unit? I don't, I don't
1: think know what it was. I, uh, visual. Visual memory yeah. unit.
0: But it was cool because a lot of games utilized the function, like, because this was in the height of, like, the Tamagotchi era. The Digimon and Nano Fighters
1: and shit like nah, that. no, no, because the, the Tamagotchi and Nano Fighters, that was 96, 97. I feel like it was still around that time. Uh, the Dreamcast came out in 1999. Still the same era. Yeah, the same fucking era. That's
0: like three years. That's yeah, yes, like the same do. fucking era. No, it's not. They were not. still
2: everywhere. No, yes. they
1: weren't. You douche. Maybe they were. They yes, they
2: were. Those <laughs> things didn't go away for a long yes, time. Yes, those were
1: huge. Oh, God.
2: Because you mean, had got, the fucking remember, Pokemon Pikachu. You also got to remember they did like the barcode scanner off, like knockoff yeah. one. and mm-hmm. They had
0: them all over. I remember the po- I had a Pokemon Pikachu back in the day. It was a Tamagotchi Pikachu. What's it was Awesome. Uh God I can't,
1: a pedometer in it. I can't think of uh, uh, I can't think of his name the guy who who um he's always over hyping and under delivering um Peter Molyneux, yes, Peter Molyneux. <laughs> have you ever heard the stories about him and his tamagotchis? No, he fucking loved Tamagotchis I like, loved them too back was addicted to them okay, and one person like just could like cause he wasn't even like he wasn't doing his work he was just basically playing <laughs> with a Tamagotchi instead of doing his work and so somebody <laughs> took oh it away God. from him and he literally lost his shit because i guess he put so many hours into taking care of oh, the yeah.
0: Tamagotchi. Are you kidding? I had them in school and i remember like at the end of class the screen was full of shit because the Tamagotchi take a shit you have to clean them up. It was oh, a virtual pet.
1: And you didn't clean and it up.
0: i would forget to clean cuz it, like it would shit so fucking much cuz i kept feeding it. <laughs> Good. And I just remember I had Digimon was a big one, because I loved battling him with my younger brother. Oh, sure. And of course, the like the worst Digimon you could get was this fucking ugly-ass blob with these two like eyeball stalks, and that's always what I'd end up getting, because it, it was based on how you treated it. Oh. So, uh. <laughs> because I always treated it like shit, I would get shit. Shit. And it used to piss me <laughs> off, but... Yeah, so, like, the VMU had, like, things... Uh, Skies of Arcadia was the biggest one. You had mm-hmm. the cupel, which one of the characters, her weapon was this little thing. So if you were out and about, it would chime, and you would get these... I forget what they were called. But you'd be out and about in the world, and it would just randomly mm-hmm. thing, and you'd, you'd go on the VMU, and you'd make it eat, and it would strengthen him in-game. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really fucking innovative and really cool at the time. Mm-hmm. However button cell technology at the time those things lasted for shit literally a day yes <laughs> which if is e- eventually they just started making uh, mega memory cards for the dreamcast which had no vmu Oh, shit. or had no
1: window it yeah. was just the memory card it was card. just the memory card yeah. Yeah. yes
2: so that was well you usually put those ones yeah. into like the you second put them in the slot. second
1: slot there was yeah. like a room for the vmu and know, then that a memory a card
2: second one yeah the some of them did, did i, I didn't thought.
1: think the dreamcast did yes, i it know did. the Dreamcast did. I oh, the Xbox did. The Xbox had two. Yeah. I, I Oh, maybe see the Dreamcast, Dreamcast did as
0: well, because there was a rumble pack, where you yeah. plugged it in the second slot and it had a motor, which is what simulated the like the dual shock mm. thing. Interesting. So I yeah. feel like maybe... Yes? Because didn't didn't N sixty four have a rumble pack too?
1: They did. They had a transfer. Maybe back that's a rumble what pack I'm thinking of. No, but the they didn't. know because they didn't have. Um, they didn't have room for two slots, though. So. No, no, no. But that one didn't have a memory card, really. Oh, no, it didn't. Yeah, you could save it to the yeah, Those were saved to the cards. Yeah, it's to a cards.
2: dual slot. It's, oh, yeah, it is. It's yeah. just, it's not separated it as two slots. It's, yes, It's yes. one big okay. slot yeah, with yeah, little, like, side rails. Yep.
1: That's what I remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, the VMU goes in the front of. half. There, and then, oh,
2: there's a better picture of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. there it is. The VMU yeah. yeah. goes in the front half, and
2: then, and then a memory the memory
1: card goes in the back.
2: Or the Rumble Pack goes in the back. Or the Rumble Pack, yeah. I
1: think I'm thinking of, like, the
0: N64, where it only had the one slot on the back for... God, I feel like maybe there was a memory card for the N sixty four controller. but I don't know why there was.
1: Well, no, no the transfer packs, the yeah, transfer yeah. pack, the Rumble pack, yeah. The, uh, and then you needed it for like the expansion pack.
0: Well, that's that was the system.
1: No, there, there wasn't there like an expansion card that went into the controller too, though. It went into the system.
0: Oh, okay. there's like that little thing, that little window right in the front. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's where you put the expansion pack. Yeah, I don't remember what it did.
2: Uh. Perfect Dark it basically unlocked everything because you well, couldn't do a whole bunch of the maps some, in, in like a certain like number. Some of games the,
1: though, it like it required it. Banjo so Kazooie it's like,
2: required it. Um, so it, was, Majora's it. Majora's
1: Mask needed it. Majora's Mask needed it. I want to say Donkey Kong sixty four required it as well too. What, what I
2: think it was was just RAM for the system. I was going to say it was like it was? additional so. RAM so that it's like
1: oh, it could process like the graphics and stuff. Maybe maybe. Just extra processing power.
2: No, it was just system memory, I think. So that because the 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 system itself didn't have enough memory to hold everything that needed.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: I remember the Xbox controllers having memory cards, but it
1: was like, what the fuck's the point? No, you just (laughs) saved it to the system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Your Xbox was a
0: computer. It
2: doubled the amount of RAM the system had. Ah. 64, that
0: doubled the amount of RAM that the N64 had to 8 megabytes. Jesus fucking crazy. So the system
2: had 4 megs originally? <sighs> oh that's hard God. to fathom. 4 megs.
0: It really is hard to fathom.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. That's
0: why I always like that picture of, like, uh, Mario Brothers, like the original Mario Brothers, and they say this picture is a bigger... Memory thing than the actual game was. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's it's see. Just, the JPEG bigger than the actual. So
2: game is. let's see. Uh, Aiden Chronicles first mage. I have that. It yeah. was required. The, the expansion pack was required for the high quality graphic setting.
1: Yes, I was just about to say for the for the graphics. Um,
2: Armourines, yep. Project Swarm, enabled two high-res modes. A mm-hmm. bunch of, let's see, other games enabled so high-res. So it was basically like to
0: polish up games. It was, uh, yeah. Texture map. Interesting. mm mm-hmm. that's, that's really ahead of its time. It actually. really was, yeah. uh, Donkey
2: Kong 64 prevented a game-breaking bug. Oh. Wow. Um, it, but they couldn't fix the... Hence expi- why they
1: called it. They, they, they uh, said probably that it. Probably what happened
2: was it. It, it, it was probably a memory leak. And because you had more RAM, you could get away with it. It didn't kill the system. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I think Majora's Mask was required too. It was required. Feel like it was. That may have just been because of graphics limitations. Yeah, let me, then
2: uh, the Gauntlet Legends. It was required for four players. Otherwise, there huh. wasn't enough.
1: Ah, okay.
2: Um. A Majora's Mask. It was used to enhance graphics, such as increased texture detail, yep. removal of fog, and increased number of on-screen models, as well as effects. Ah, so it basically okay. increased your draw distance and stuff like
3: yeah.
0: that. that's really fascinating. Um, I didn't realize that did all that. Yeah, I didn't. Perfect realize Dark that.
2: required for the single-player, co-op, and counter-co-op campaigns, <laughs> as well as most multiplayer features. Enables high-res mode, which switched the resolution to six forty by two twenty-two.
3: 640 by 220. My oh, god. Most games
2: were 640 by 480.
3: Wow. Isn't
0: that hard to fathom? Yeah, how far technology has how actually far come. It's actually come, yeah.
2: Pokémon Stadium 2 and increased resolution. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it was a lot of just increased resolution or or like graphics. Yeah, so it just in general porn performance improvements across the board.
0: You almost said porn performance. Yeah. <laughs>
2: poor performance is too. <laughs> I'm sure there was some of that.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's cool. Like, I've I've always enjoyed some of the peripherals for systems. Like, I remember the PlayStation 1 had the gun cons, where you had the jack in the back, and then you plugged it in. I played uh, Point Blank 2. Do I Mm, remember the Aura
2: Interactor?
1: No. The what?
2: The Aura Interactor? No. Uh Uh-uh. It was like one of the first like vibration like feedback things on the market it was the vest
0: really the haptic it was a oh, haptic vest no. kind of yeah for it was second genesis i think oh it was. no I didn't, genesis I, does yeah. what Nintendo do all i remember
2: is dude
0: that thing's awesome Sega, looking you Sega, look like a so real badass Sega
2: genesis and super nintendo
0: for ten dollars <laughs>
3: Wow. So
2: it, it did like haptic feedback. Based. That's cool. Uh, I don't know how well they worked, but it just like went on. I, I think it just sat on your chest. Mm-hmm. And it was like a backpack, but you wore it on your front. That's cool. So um,
1: I, I remember another fun fact about the Gun Con is that um, Resident Evil Survivor. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that spinoff, the Survivor yeah. from the PS1? It was
0: a rail shooter, kind of like House of the Dead. It Death. was
1: a rail shooter, and it was supposed to be fully uh, compatible with the Gun Con. And because that game came out, I want to say it was in September the game came out. However, came out in September of 1999. It was going to be compatible with the Gun Con. And in April, Columbine happened. Oh. And so they literally said, Nick's any kind of gun compatibility with it. We don't want people shooting at the screens. We don't want yeah. them using guns. Regardless of if they're real or fake, they're not using them. Take, take away the compatibility. So that's the reason why Survivor, which you would think it's a rail shooter, plays like Time Crisis. Why isn't it compatible with the gun? That's the reason why it's wow. not compatible with the gun is because of Columbine. You know, it's funny.
0: Uh, the, when my pa- I remember very vividly my dad one time. We were at a radio shack. Mm. back when radio shack used to yep. sell like video games and shit back it's when radio where, shack
1: was around you mean <laughs> yeah
0: it was where yeah. my dad bought us uh, lethal enforcers that came oh, with yeah. the justifier yep. mm-hmm. uh,
1: handgun i have those for the the sega cd
0: yeah mm-hmm. and i remember uh the it was one of the first times i had rem- i had, i can remember where like it actually looked like the it was the gone. person warned us about the game's mature because it was it had a gun yeah like you, it was I remember he was saying something about it and obviously my dad still bought it anyway but oh sure yeah it was just fascinating to me that, that that was a thing because the zapper looks so it's a fucking zapper it looks Fu- like a space gun futuristic yeah. space gun the justifier it looks, looks like, like a, a revolver yeah, yeah it a was really yeah. fucking cool mm-hmm. and I mean lethal enforcers it was basically like Pixelated VMU or FMV. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, it felt like shooting people. It was. It, it was, was very. It was digitized
1: graphics. Not, digitized yeah. It was digitized.
0: Was it was like like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But mm. I remember that was the first experience I had with anything like that. Speaking of, you know, the whole Columbine thing and yeah. all that. But it's yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. It's just
1: crazy how yeah how history. Yeah. Kind
0: there's of another one I
2: bet you don't remember. The Victor Max. What oh, the I hell don't. is the Victor Max? It was a VR headset magic. that worked with, like, Genesis and Super Nintendo and PC and... God. Yeah. I
0: don't even know where you would have found anything like that. I oh, I, I they never, they, they,
2: sold, they sold at, like, Radio Shack, and I think that was about it. You know, one oh, thing God. that I bought... Like, there was a lot of, like, really odd <sighs> peripherals like that that they were compatible with, like, one game, and, like, that was it. One
1: yeah. thing I bought as as an adult, because I never had it as a as a kid... But I remember seeing ads for it, and I wish so bad I could have known how to do it as a kid so I could do it. The X-Band. Yes. I wish to God I would have had an X-Band and would have been able to play it when it, like, the servers were still up and people were still playing. Because it was basically like your first... Your, your first time playing a game online against other people Mm -hmm. whether it was like friends locally or it was uh, farther distance than that like you could play people over a phone (laughs) line basically
0: which was so foreign to us I know I, mean, I would
1: never have even known how to even go about setting it up.
0: It's it's scary how, mm-hmm. like, Internet has... It's a necessity now. Yeah. You literally can't you, live without yeah,
1: it. Yeah, literally most people can't I mean, live without it.
0: You can. I but, I could live without it. Yeah, I probably could, too, if I yeah. really had to.
2: No. <laughs> I watch yeah, but... too much stuff
0: but well I mean I watch a lot of shit too but I have DVDs you know I know was gonna mean? say I've got a lot of I'm DVDs I'm not gonna watch the yeah. same
2: things over and over and over I can't do it oh yeah, yeah I, I can do that
3: I me can't. too I can't
0: <laughs> I find a strange comfort in it but I like I, it's it's so foreign to these kids to imagine that like they, they're growing up in a time where they, they don't know the
1: struggles of no. Uh, of the internet. To, if you wanted to play your ex-band and you wanted to play your friend like who lived on the other side of town, well, guess what? You could do that, but you're not going to be receiving phone calls. <laughs> or you could and it would interrupt the connection like we used to do to people. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Someone's beating me in people, a game? People start doing that they just pull out the plug. They just pulled out the plug. That was it. It was so funny. Or it was... as Didn't know that. It was... So funny that it's like I mean, what they could also do too is like yeah they could play it online, but yet you're paying like ninety nine cents a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so oh oh, oh you want to play with your friend for thirty minutes? Like okay that's fine. You just play it You just so, spent half a game's worth.
2: <laughs> the device itself sold for nineteen ninety nine. What
1: what did the expand? Yeah,
2: and it was blockbuster.
1: Oh wait! It was wow. only available at Blockbuster. It was
2: widely available at Blockbusters. Oh
1: wow!
2: Um, so it retailed for the twenty. Okay. And then with additional charges based on usage, there was two pricing plans. One had a monthly fee yep. of four ninety five and allowed the user to connect to the service up to fifty times a month, with each additional connection cost- costing fifteen cents. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but that's still not... That's quite a bit. That's bad. still not bad. That's, yeah. That, no, for even the uh, no, phone mean, calls back then, that was pretty expensive.
0: 50 times c- connecting is not terrible. It, that's it, that's especially more if, than once
1: a day. Well, especially then, if that means, like, okay, does that mean, like, when you connect... Like, let's say you're so
2: playing you more than 2. you connected and dropped, and then reconnected, those are two different connections. Yeah, that's what, I, that's so what is,
0: I mean, yeah. Like, let's say you and I played something. Would that mean, like, each individual match is That's what I'm Probably. thinking.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or unless if it's a, as long as you're connected to their system, it counts as one. It's hard to imagine yeah. what connection
0: then, back then meant. Yeah. exactly. Then the
2: other was a, a monthly fee of nine ninety five, and then that was for unlimited number of connections a month. It's not bad.
1: But you were still subject to your your phone being tied, tied up, though. Yeah, and your yeah. phone being tied up. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. remember okay,
1: It's like making a long distance phone call. Yeah.
2: Activities that consumed a players' monthly allowance of connections included dialing into the X Band service for matchmaking, mm-hmm. downloading mail, downloading the daily edition of the two X Band newsletters, oh, God. one um, containing, containing generic news and the other uh, platform specific stuff. Players were also assessed of three a fee of three ninety five an hour for connecting to opponents outside their local calling area, which
1: basically yeah, even if you're outside your yeah, area code, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, no, because I mean, even if we were,
2: and then players, wanna, if you were within your local calling area, the connections were free.
1: I want to say like even just I, I mean back then like if we we lived in Kenosha like we would that would be our local like it was just right, a local right. call. If we had a friend who lived in Milwaukee, yeah. that's long distance.
0: Yeah, a different
1: yeah. area code. Di- well, well, I suppose that's it was. The, it was the same. Well,
0: no, t- theirs was four one four. Ours was two six two.
1: Ours was
2: four one four. Ours, ours, 414, ours 414, used to be
0: four one four, and I believe
2: it. It, it wasn't until was like Milwaukee different. or Madison got so big that they split them. Yeah, because
0: yeah, that's right. We used to be four one four. We used to be four one four. Now we're two six two. Yeah. So that would be considered long distance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh huh. Wow. Yep. Kids. So. Kids, you got it so fucking easy. You got it. So, let's see.
2: You could store up to four users. So you could have four friends on oh, your Oh, so four
1: profiles. That's No, it. no,
2: no. Four friends of yours could be saved to connect to.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. So you'd have to,
2: anyone else, you'd probably have to manually dial in their things. Wow. Oh.
1: Well, to be quite honest, who had more than four friends? That had an X-Band. Oh, okay. yeah. actually, no,
2: I did read that wrong. So f- up to four users, and then each user could have ten of the user's friends stored yeah. so in the email boxes. So shit,
1: that's where Netflix got theirs from. That's uh, uh, the yeah. different All the different accounts.
2: Huh. So let's see, each of the, the ranking, it would store rankings, apparently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yep, there would be rankings and stuff. Yeah, weekly, monthly, I think. But um
2: here we go. A problem with most of the online services at the time was that the connection would be lost whenever the phone on the same line was picked up.
1: yeah <laughs> So if somebody didn't know that you were playing on your X Band and they went to go pick up the phone, boom, oh, dropped.
3: Let's see.
2: <laughs> the X Band operating system was designed to ensure that oh. connections are not lost due to phone activity. In the case of call waiting, the system would alert the user to the call and allow the game to be resumed.
1: Oh, that's wow. funny.
2: At its height, it had fifteen thousand subscribers. That's a lot for back then. That's pretty good.
1: I... Not enough to right. keep it running No, when right. you think that there was like tens of millions of Super Nintendos and Sega Genesises out there. Mm. Oh my god. That is
0: crazy. I didn't know all that about the Xbox. Neither did I.
2: That's why uh, I, like, I had to read it. What games would have even been played on it? Supported um, games. Here we go. The uh, Brain... Let's see. Madden uh, 95 um, and 96. Mortal Kombat 1 through 3. Yep. The NBA Jam games. Yep. NHL 94 to 96. Primal Rage... Super Street Fighter 2, Weapon a, Lord. Weapon Lord. These was are the, the Genesis game. ones. Weapon, Weapon
1: Lord was a was the game that was... That game was developed specifically with the x band in All
0: mind. All
2: right, so now here's Super Nintendo. Doom, Ken Griffey Jr., Killer Instinct, oh. Kirby Avalanche, Madden 95 and 6, Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, NBA, JMTE, uh, NHL 95, 96, Super Mario Kart, Super Street Fighter 2, Weapon Lord, and then there was also a Saturn version of the thing.
3: Wow. They made
2: a Saturn version of it? Yep. Oh wow! Huh. That, let's see: Daytona USA, Decathlete, uh, Puyo Puyo Sun, Puzzle Bobble, Saturn Bomberman, uh, Rally Championship Plus. That
0: must have been how you played uh, an eight-man match in Saturn Bomberman. Mm. Mm, okay. Online four uh, on your second worldwide World soccer ninety-eight, Virtual others?
2: Fighter, Virtual Maybe. On, Virtual On would have been Ooh, a good virtual one. Virtual On would have been, bad. and then World Series Baseball. <laughs> So there weren't a whole lot of support. There wasn't a a
1: whole lot of supported games, but honestly, uh, the games that were supported on the Super Nintendo were games that I was playing as a kid. Like I would have had a blast playing those games online.
2: Yeah. Uh, Until someone called and then mom. But I'll be honest, I can't think of any of my friends who
0: even had one. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't have
1: one as a kid. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I I think we would have been hard pressed to even find a friend who had an X band. All
1: I remember is that it was. um, I had an issue of Nintendo Power. And it was issue number seventy-two. The main story on the cover was Kirby's Dreamland Two, but there was also uh, like um, a lot of news on Mortal Kombat Three, mm-hmm. and there was a two-page spread or maybe a four-page story on the X Band oh, and cool. what it was. Yeah, so I actually have that issue. Interesting. Yeah. Ow. But that's how I learned back then what the X-Band was. That's kind of yeah. cool.
2: Apparently in 2019, fans were able to patch the, the and select Sega Saturn uh, X-Band titles to be playable over via, the over VoIP. So inter- voice oh. over internet stuff.
3: Oh, that's cool. What so, about
2: the Super Nintendo? No, just Sega Saturn. Nobody, it! nobody
0: gives a flying fuck about Super Nintendo. I hate you <laughs> so badly.
2: It's <laughs> probably because they want to play Virtual On
0: yeah that's it virtual and decathlete yeah it was it hey, virtual, virtual line Deca- was awesome virtual line was fucking badass I loved it that was one of my favorite fucking fighting games back then on that system virtual line virtual line it's fucking awesome
1: well get off your virtual line virtual oh <laughs> getting a virtual off you know
0: what I'm saying and that's how we end the episode virtual off <laughs> yeah, that's right uh, that's all I got that was, an was,
1: that was a good one. That was, was definitely a deep dive into into yesteryear. Absolutely. So,
0: hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you found a game that piqued your interest that you might want to try that we mentioned. Give
2: us some suggestions. Yes,
1: Yes. and let us know what you thought of the peripherals. Do you remember any of those growing up? Do you have any fond memories? Please share them with us. We would love to find out what your memories were of these things. Do you remember... Reading about the X Band. Did you ever play the X Band? I want to know about that, please. I want to know if there's anyone
0: out there that legitimately played with the laser scope. Fire, 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 fire! Fire! Uh, (laughs) Do you remember that fucking thing? The commercial was hilarious. Oh
1: my God. god.
0: Uh Yeah.
1: So hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. (laughs) Check out powertripgaming.tv It'll take you to our YouTube channel where you can watch all of our other playthroughs, our video games that we play. We're powering through all of the NES American licensed Library. That's right. You can also watch our side quest material where we
0: tackle games that we just flat out enjoy yes. or sometimes don't enjoy but play them anyway. Absolutely.
1: And if you don't want to contact us via Twitter or any of the social media sites, you can always check us out at nespowertrip at gmail.com.
0: And if you want to send us an actual mail because nobody feels like using the, the internet anymore, you can send them straight to my house. <laughs> in the middle of the street (laughs)
1: I see what you did did you think I was going to say my actual address I honestly did at first get the fuck out of here son so if you are listening to this on YouTube actually check us out on iTunes and Stitcher where you can listen to the PTG Powercast you can get all of our other uh, episodes that we have done we talk about everything under the sun and more that's right From survival horror, to malls of yesteryear,
3: to
0: handhelds, to Legend of Zelda, to Stan Lee. Oh my god, when Mm. we did our comic book episode.
1: Rest in peace,
0: Stan Lee. That's right. Mm. So, next time on PTG. Actually, no.
1: You'll be listening with more power. That's right, the PTG Powercast. <laughs> Whoops and doodles. Nicely done. Fucking flopped the ending. Yes, you sure did. Hard belly flop. Done. Mm, my belly. Virtual owned. <laughs> virtual owned. Goo! Wow. Wow. Virtual pwned. The virtual pwned. No, virtual
2: nice. poon? What? <gasps> poon.
1: <laughs> Poon pie, <laughs> poon bat. Oh, just hit the end button already. No,
0: never. Poon bat. We're never going away.
1: Never go. Why? I just wanted a poon poon. You're
2: poon like Do not push the red button.
0: What's that one mean where they show the uh, like the two choices and the guy sweating because he doesn't know which choice to hit? The buttons. Uh, the buttons. Yeah. The, the buttons. buttons. It's scroll, going so smooth, like a, like a butter run the
3: oven. God damn it, hit the end!
1: Hopster!
0: Oh my god.
3: <laughs>